my shorts. Everybody, welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. I am, of course, your host, Dave Lee, and this is episode number forty-six. Up to tricks, forty-six. Oh my gosh, forgot about that's that. That's my mate. bingo call. Of course, that's old mate Rick joining me once again. Give us a glass oh, clink. Oh, Here's a clink of the glass. Yeah, ready? Oh no! Oh, be careful of that water going everywhere. That's why we didn't put it too close to the board there, Dave. I know. Oh, well. Hey, uh, the podcast goes out. uh, You can join us every single Monday on the podcast platforms. Goes out every single Monday on all the... I just said that. Fucking hell. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible. That's where you can find the pod. Uh, The visual element is also available to view on YouTube on the same day on Monday. But if you have Patreon early access... You can get two days early access on that one on the Saturday. That's for as little as a dollar a month. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah. Only a dollar. Only one dollar. Coming well, spinner. As Only li- a dollar. As little as a dollar. So you can pay any amount you like. Uh, we have, of course, migrated the video podcast. That would be good. That would be nice, please. Please. <laughs> um, of <laughs> course, you can. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as I'm saying, you can find the videos on the new channel. Well, it's not that new, but it's the second channel. The video podcast, you can head over there, it's on there. If you're there, please hit subscribe, watch as much of the video as you can. We've got to get all those statistics up to start, as he said, making money on the podcast. Because we make nothing We're on it. Deficit at the moment, it's nothing. We're going broke on the pod. No, the people who are signed up to Patreon, you're keeping the podcast alive, so thank you so much. We do appreciate it. Uh, you can, of course, find me on the regular YouTube channel at Dave Lee Down Under, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Letterboxd. Links in the descriptions below. Uh, if you want to write in the show, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, you can uh, you can leave a review if you like. Only good reviews. Only the good ones, because we like them. Yeah, yeah, don't like bad ones. No. It's hey, complex. It does. Hey, we've done real good today. We've got a minute left of the theme song, so I'm just going to slide that a little bit. fucked up the first try. And yeah. This is our second try at an opening. Go. Just slowly going out. There you go. Look at that. Oh, I'm gonna still there a little bit. Wake up! Hey, oh, it's back. Hey, wake up, Jeff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there we go. Oh. oh, there we go. Beat the theme song. How good's that? Just for a change. Nearly fifty shows in, and we've just got it. Talk about nearly fifty down. shows in. I, yeah. a, I saw a post on, uh, like you know, you get Facebook and you get the bloody memories thing comes mm. up from a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was our first pod of it almost exactly a year ago. Really? Yeah. But the pilot? The or pilot. The, oh, yeah. It's the pilot. Shit. Yeah. Exactly a year ago this week. Well, there you go. If you've been listening out there, you've stuck with us for a year. If you've been there from the beginning, thank you so much. And what a long haul it's been. No. <laughs> nah, it's been enjoyable. It's been good fun. Has been good fun. Yeah. Enjoyed it so far. Hope you have out there. See how much longer we can keep it going. Oh, Yeah. I'm sure you're right Hey, we are still in lockdown Yep Lockdown number six continues Added another couple of weeks to it for us Yeah, they have, which is lovely Although, New South, did you see that? Oh, yeah They've uh, 
Real bad. Stretch that till at least the end of September. Yeah, terrible. Poor bugger, we know exactly what that's like. Mm-hmm. Been through all that. Yeah. Don't want to be back there again. No, we don't. But the fear is we will be because mm. the cases are going up. Yeah, not good. Nope. All those flogs getting out to bloody protests and shit. <laughs> stay home and not do it. Yeah, idiots. You want to be out of lockdown, don't go to protests and shit. Mm. They become super spreader events. Yeah. But the funniest thing, not it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, the, was the St Kilda. Oh, That's yeah, I've heard about this one, yeah. <laughs> Lord. Uh, you know where they think they... Yeah, yeah, mystery yeah. Mystery cases are yeah. coming from, don't Yeah, you? we've heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. directly across the road from the studio I work from. Oh, wow, there you go. Directly across the road, and I was wow. there on Wednesday. Oh, well, you're lucky. <sighs> yeah. Steer luckily, clear. you know, it had all been cleaned and all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was no one, in, there was no one on the street. Wow. Well, from where I parked my car yeah, yeah. to walk down to the studio... Yeah. It's probably about it's only a five minute walk, so it's probably it's probably only three or four hundred meters maybe. Right. And I passed one person there and back. Normally you'd 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 pass twenty people mm. maybe. Mm. One person. That's good then. Come towards me, so keep I walked out onto the road good. and kept right away keep from them. Keep the streets off. Keep the streets off. Keep the streets clean. Yes. Keep Particularly off the as streets, that's where mean? the cases of Allegedly come from off the streets. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows anything about St Kilda. <laughs> yes. St Kilda's our red light district. Well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. We'll leave that alone. Clean it up, yeah, there's exactly. No, there's right. no proof that that's where it came from. No, but that's the, that's the rumours. That's the rumours. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, because we've been in lockdown, of course, we haven't had a funny st- post uh, a, a post mail story for a long time. No, because mail's been really good ever since lockdown opened up. A bit slow, but you could expect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we're back in lockdown. We've got another one. We've had another debacle with the post. What was that one? This week. You've forgotten already. Oh, I've forgotten already. That didn't bother me. I the probably... parcel that just kept going back and forth. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Penny dropped. It wasn't my parcel, so it doesn't yeah. bother me. Why had this parcel coming from? Uh, Ordered it on Amazon, come from overseas. Wound up at one of the local postal depots. Post depots. And it left on Monday morning out for delivery. It's going to be here by tonight. All right, by the night. Hadn't come. Check my app. Oh, it's back at the depot. Oh, it'll be delivered tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Next morning goes out for delivery. It'll be here today. In the day. I'm like, hang on. It's not here still. Check the app. Oh, it's back at the depot. <laughs> Next morning, out for delivery. You'll get it today. I thought, oh, fuck, here we go again. And it did come. It did come. Third oh, time's the charm. That's right. I wasn't here, was I? No, that's right. No, when it came, I was in the middle of um, something on that TV show on Channel 9, The 100, oh, Andy yeah, Lee. Yeah, yeah. I did some more shows and it came like halfway through. Halfway through. I recorded it. Boom, 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 on the door. I thought, fuck. <laughs> Wait until a break and go running. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been watching The 100 with Andy Lee, I'm on it. I've been on a couple of episodes, just up on the board there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not been spoken to. No, just, just sitting there, just, just waving. Hanging around on the board. Just waving. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Andy. Andy, I'm talk here. to me. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah. No, it's should, been fun. Should lean forward and knock on the, yeah. knock on the glass. Yeah. Say I'm here. Yeah. So funny. That's good fun, though. I'm enjoying it. Did another session, as I said yesterday, and yeah, cool. so good. Tune in the show. I'm there in the little squares on the 
with the other other ninety nine people up on the board. Last week's one, you were sitting right behind, right up above his head, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Hey, good set. I'm like, hello, uh, that's all hello. It is. Yeah, good fun. Best thing about it is you're doing it from home. It's all via, yeah, it's all so via good. Zoom, which is exactly good. right. Sit there and just chill out. Interactive, interactive audience member, they call it. <laughs> um, it's, oh, a bit, it's, funny. it's a bit of fun. Yeah. <sighs> it's not a bad little show, though. It's good. I think it's quite it's good. Quite, and there's another one. There's another one on Channel 7, I think it is mm. at the moment. Is it called Now and Then? Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. I didn't there was a, there's been two episodes on so far. Have you far, watched the I'd second say. one? I had a little, bit of a look at it yesterday. It's pretty I'll good. I'll watch it too. Yeah, it's pretty good. But both, oh, I haven't deleted them. They're still oh, on the box. Good. I watched the first one. It was good. Yeah. Mm. No, the second one's pretty good With too. Kenny. Kenny, yeah, that's by right. Kenny. Yeah, Shane Steve, Jacobson. Uh, Stephen Jacobson. <laughs> Shane Jacobson. Shane Jacobson. Good guy. Steve Jacobson. Jane no idea. <sighs> well. <sighs> but no, it's not a bad, not a bad little show. But that uh, hundred's not bad. I don't mind. Yeah, it's that. good. It's been fun watching it. Uh, the filming's obviously go for like six hours. Oh god! Do a couple of shows back to back, seven hours, um, and they record each show for probably like two hours each. Um, so it's interesting to see how much they do. And then what gets cut out once they go to air? Oh, right. Because obviously you'd have to with any show like this, they fill, they shoot, it's like fat. Yep. So they just make sure they got enough content. And then it's interesting to see what gets cut out at the back end. Yeah. So it's been an interesting process just to see them filming it and stuff, and how they've refined the schedule and they've refined how they do it over the few weeks. It's yeah. Just really, it's fascinating for me to just watch how the the process of just building one of these shows from the ground up because obviously it's um it's a new show, brand new. Yeah. And it's not I don't believe it's based on an existing format. So it's interesting to just see them workshop it over the weeks. Surely there's gonna be off some format somewhere. No, I think world. it's a, I think it's completely original. Really? As far as I'm aware, yeah. Oh, awesome. So there you go. That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's just been interesting by being doing it. Just that it's just interesting to watch them. Watch them do it, and you get to see sort of everything that's going on behind the scenes yeah. and in between filming, and yeah, it's just fun. But you, I could, I could imagine that, like from the first taping you did, because that mm. took forever. That was the test. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the test pilot, the test pilot, test pilot, test pilot episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to now, they're, they're not taking as long. No, it's like any job, really. You know, yeah, yeah. The more you do it, the easier mm. it becomes, and the quicker yeah. you get to do it. Yeah, so, so, it. so I mean, it's just really interesting to watch them do it uh, and watch Andy Lee work because Andy Lee's someone who's uh, his work I've loved forever, Hamish and Andy and whatever, mm. and uh, just dressed really. It's cool, just a little peek yeah. behind the curtain. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, I haven't gone around to watching really anything this week. It's funny. It's funny because you you've had right. one-on-one time with him too. Andy. Oh, yeah, briefly. Brief, yeah, well, briefly. Bit of interaction with him, mm. him and Hamish. Hamish, yeah. Um, so it's interesting, interest, probably more interesting for you to see him actually working. and stuff Yeah, well. yeah, because I interviewed him with the Logies 2011. God, the, that long ago. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. Shit. That's why I mean briefly. <laughs> brief Jesus. moment of time, brief sliver of time. Uh, it was the year Hamish won the gold Logie. That's right. And we got to go backstage as well. We are in the media room mm. when he came out with the award. I got to hold it. Yeah. Do a little picture where it looked like I was stealing it. Yep. Quite funny. It's pretty cool. Chat with them backstage just briefly. Yeah, they're both really cool. So, it's, yeah, it's really cool to um It was a community TV spirit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you call it? Yeah, Com- because we, we were doing a show on the, 
the same community network that they that they started, that they started on. on. Yeah. So it was really cool to and then talk to them. And, yeah. And Ryan Shelton, who who came came up with them as well. I like Ryan Shelton. Yeah, he's great. A little bit offbeat. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I ain't been watching really anything this week. No, you haven't. I've been getting up in the morning and you're not in here watching. Yeah, some cartoon news to do. Yeah. I watched a couple of things early in the week. It's crap. Just crap. I've just yeah. been watching just crap recently. Yeah, well, has to be watched. Oh, stuff that's been sent in, most of it, though. I haven't got to my pile in at least two months. Oh, so there's stuff that just keeps coming in and they just keep releasing more and more stuff. And the more people that are buying this shit now, they're just putting more stuff out. Yeah. Box sets, and I was just trying to get through it all. I've been going through the Hammer Horror stuff, which I, I've, re- I've realised. I said last week, not a fan of the ha- of like the later Hammer Horror stuff. Just can't get into it. Watch a couple more of them this week. You didn't vibe with them, as the kids would say these days. Did not vibe. Um, and then I watched. Um, it was like you, know, you came and you watched a little bit of it. The Australian horror. Exploitation, Oz yeah, horror film from yeah, the eighties, yeah, yeah. nightmares. It was actually all right. I actually didn't mind that it, one. It wasn't bad. I didn't yeah. mind that. It was, it was shit, but camp, it was just really didn't mind it. campy, stupid. Yeah. And then you watch the interview with the director, and he's like, "Yeah, I didn't take it. Was dated seriously. He's like, well, I don't give a fuck what people think. You know, we just want to make a movie that's a bit fun. Yeah, of- but he, he was he was bagging Jane Campion, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was he was well, he was saying that you know he was he was being slammed, but if it was yeah. made by somebody like Jane Campion, it would have been yeah, they would praised as being it, yeah. a great piece of art. Yeah, know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was quite so funny. funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was okay. Nightmares. That's out from Umbrella Entertainment. I thought that was quite fun. Um, and then I watched um, a film called Just a Gigolo, which stars David Bowie. David Bowie. 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 Oh, Bowie. They say Bowie in England. I uh, realised Bowie. But they say yeah, Ooh, they say Bowie. It's Bowie. But it's a name. Don't care. It's a name. Bowie. I don't know. Whatever. David Bowie. The Starman. Whatever he's called. <laughs> Ziggy. The Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't like it. No. No, it's really so. bad. It's badly rated as well. Um, and I was keen to see it because um, Elena Dietrich is in it. It's her last, or Dietrich is in it. It's, it was her final film. Um, <clears throat> and I discovered after it, when I kind of read into it and whatever, they kind of apparently roped him into doing the movie. He wasn't really that keen on doing it, and they roped him into it by saying, oh, yeah, we've pulled Marlena Dietrich out of, um, out, out, of, of out of retirement to do this movie with you. And, you know, they're shooting in Germany and all this stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um, I think oh, it was something like they were shooting overseas. And I don't know what happened. But anyway, they ended up shooting the main bulk of the film with, with Bowie. Bowie. And um, they pulled her in later. They pulled her in in the reshoot portion. Oh, really? That was the only time they could get her. Uh, so they'd flown him over to Germany, who was going to meet, who was going to do a couple of scenes with Dietrich. <laughs> and as it turned out, they just shot his part and then they shot her part later. She's in like two or three scenes. God. And uh, yeah, they're, all their scenes are like shot him, that, 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 cut, cut, cut. And yeah, they're never, never in the same, the same. Yeah. And he said, there's, a, there's an interview with him where he referred to the movie as. Uh, his 35 Elvis movies rolled into one. <laughs> <laughs> that bad? Yeah. It wasn't oh great. God. It really wasn't that good. I think um, I've, I've got vague recollections of watching it years and years and years he's ago. A g- he's a gigolo. Yeah. Comes home from the war and the only thing he only working find is 
gigolo work. work. Gigolo. Yeah, so. Could be worse. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, Umbrella's just released that one as well. The transfer is gorgeous. Looks great. Wasn't, didn't love the movie. Didn't love no, the film. I, have, I don't think there's a Bowie movie that I've ever watched that I've liked. Did he do that many, I suppose? Did Labyrinth. Few. Did a few. And, see, Not I never lot, watched but... Labyrinth or was the other one Dark Crystal? I'm keen to because our Jim Henson movies are the only things that would make me interested in having a look at them. But, uh, oh, he did that Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, which I haven't watched. Apparently that's fantastic, though. So I don't know. Oh, Mr. Lawrence is not bad. Yeah. But, you know, it's got a good, it's got a good cast. That's not not really a fan of his, mu- of his music anyway, to be honest. No, I'm, I'm the same. A couple of songs that's all right. Starman. I was never, I was never... Uh... He's got 130 credits, acting credits. Oh, jeez. There you go. He did that thing with Ricky Gervais' extras. That was quite funny. Mm. His little thing in that. Anyway, this isn't the Bowie cast. No. Um, no, your extras. There you go. That's as far as um, catalogues went for me this week. Bit of crap at the beginning of the week, and then the rest of the week was just doing cartoon news in the morning and then the pod today, mm. of course. Uh, we watched a few movies. That last weekend was a bit of a bust for us. A couple of decent things and a couple of just yeah. bit shitty ones. Talking about Jane Campion, we watched Bright Star, finally. Something that's been sitting there for ages and you've been like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. This one I've been waiting to watch for so long. Yeah. And there's a reason why we didn't watch it. I was just like, this shit. is going to be boring. Just I know shit. it's going to be boring. And I'm looking at it thinking, why, why are you looking forward to this? I'm thinking the whole time, like, this is so not your kind of movie. No, it was definitely not my and kind of movie. And then we finally went, ah, oh, fuck it, let's just put it on. It's got Ben Whishaw, who's usually pretty good, and um, Abby Cornish, Abby Cornish too, who's great. It was just really boring. Yeah, it's one of the most boring things I've seen for a long time. Slow and oh. dull. It's got a good rating. Tedious. Though. Six nine. Well, what did that other guy say? Jane Campion. Oh, praise. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Praise. Yep. But her, all her movies are a bit like yeah. it's just a bit well, slow, and tedious. Said, and... After we watched it, I said, well. You know, should have realised being Jane Campion, there's not really anything she's done of really. Oh, she did yeah. the piano, which was a good film, but yeah, but that was boring. Same thing, slow, as well. boring, and yeah. arty, arty, yeah. arty. Great filmmaker, <sighs> terrific filmmaker, but um, like stylistically, artistically, great, but just movies that we don't vibe with, mm, as I would say. Definitely didn't vibe with it. So we put something on after that. We watched Frances Ha. After that. Which is um, Noah Baumbach film, uh, who is one of the film our film fans out there will know. He's like one of the uh, what would you call him? Like a um, like an understudy, I guess, of Wes Anderson. So his movies are a bit kind of the yeah. same, a bit quirky, a bit weird. Yep. Um, and this one's got Greta Gerwig in it yep. as Frances. Yep. Uh, it also has um, Adam Adam Driver in it, and a bunch of other people who I know by face, but I couldn't really put. Name to him. Mm. Um, I think enjoyed it. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it's good ratings. Or yeah, like eight or seven point something or seven seven five. It's only like eighty minutes. It's one I just keep putting off because it's like black and white. Yeah, not that that's something that's going to deter me because I watch black and white movies all the time. But it's sometimes right. it's just like I don't. You got to be in the mood, be in the mood to, yeah. on like a Friday night or a Saturday yeah. night to put on a black and white movie. And then there's always the chance that. Usually these modern films that are in black and white are going to be maybe a bit more art house and maybe yeah. like I just don't I'm not in the mood for that right yeah. now. I really loved it. It was yeah, really yeah, good. I enjoyed it. Um, the only I read into it the reason he filmed it in black and white was because he wanted to strip the story back to its bare bones. Couldn't afford to pay for it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was um, 
the first Clerks movie was done in black and white. Kevin yeah. Smith's first Clerks because he could only Probably afford. Didn't have money. Well, they filmed it on black and white film. They didn't have the money to film it on color. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It'd be a bit different today. Probably I don't know if that was on film or um or digital. Well, what but was it was made. What year was it made? Twenty twelve. So that'd be on film. I don't imagine well, that would have necessarily. been necessarily. I don't imagine that would have been digital. Digital then. since fucking two thousand early two thousands. Yeah, I was still shooting a lot on film then. Mm, yeah, it depends. Ago. Still expensive though. Depends. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, but it was a really enjoyable film. Yeah, I liked it. Some it's a little bit quirky and a little bit, um, just a little bit different than stuff you know we sort of watched. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've ever really watched any of his movies, Noah Bombarge. There's one called The Squid and the Whale, which is apparently really, really good, and I'm waiting to get that. There's like a Criterion release of it. I've been meaning to get it for a few years. Um, Marriage Story we haven't watched. He did one. Um, he did. Oh, he did the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Meyer Witt stories. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I loved that so much. Um, he wrote The Life Aquatic of oh, Steve Zissou. That's a lot. Yeah. I love that film. Which was a um, a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, terrific! Oh yeah, so that's why. Yeah, there's that connection. He's yeah. wrote, he's wrote a bit with him, um, and whatever else. He wrote yeah. Kicking and Screaming. Really, that's that Will Ferrell one where he's a sh- soccer coach. Oh no, different Kicking and Screaming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say what? <laughs> no, it's a different, completely different one. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um, but I liked it. I really liked it. And Greta Gerwig is fantastic. Yeah, she was great. She's so good. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't. She's retired from acting now. Is she really? She's yeah, only young. She's, yeah, but she's uh, directing now. Oh, so okay. she did. Um, uh, she did uh, Little Women. Oh, right. Uh, she did um, uh, uh, Lady Bird as well. Oh, yeah, Lady Bird. You can keep that. Yeah, well, I fan, wasn't a huge fan of Lady Bird. No, I wasn't either. Wasn't huge on it. Not as much as everyone you know was going on about it. I think it was good, but it wasn't. I didn't love it. Um, what else has she directed? Maybe that's it. Um, yeah, one called Nights and Weekends. I don't know what that is, but there you go. She's done that oh, too. Oh, she's still acting. She's doing one called White Noise. Really? At the moment, yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. What if that's any relation to the other White doubtful. Noise? Doubtful, very doubtful. Well, she's done a little bit of stuff, but just not much. Maybe retired is a bit of a... A strong word, but she's just uh, look. If you look at her credits over the last few years, not not a lot. She's mostly focused on on the directing side. Oh, but that's good. That's good to hear because I'd like to see her in more stuff. She's yeah. great. That was filmed on digital, by the way. Was it really? Yep. Well, there you go. 1080p. It was shot. Still in. couldn't afford the color. No. It's <laughs> shot in a Canon H uh, Canon H two six four, which must be one of those big yeah, cinematic yeah, yeah, yeah. ones. Shot on 1080p and HD. Shit. There you go. Wouldn't have picked it. There you go. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought it would be film. It's far too expensive, particularly for an independent movie like that. Just too expensive to shoot on film. Yeah, it is these days. Um, what else did we watch? We watched um, Frost Nixon. Yep. Which was great. Yeah, really good. Don't know why we put that one off for so long. Um, oh, sometimes you're going to be in the mood for a bit of a political, political thriller suppose, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, it's not really a thriller, is it? It's just, just a political a, drama. Yeah, political drama. It's a Ron Howard movie, and it was like, yeah, why not? Everything he touches. He's great. Yeah. Oh, I love Ron Howard. Yeah. He's up there for me, one of my favourites, yeah. for sure. Um, Frank Langella, of course, playing uh, Richard Nixon. Mm. And Michael Sheen as David Frost. Well, surprise for me, I didn't realise Kevin Bacon was in it. No, me either. 
And Sam Rockwell. And, and Rockwell. Oh, my favourite. One of my favourites. When I saw Sam Rockwell, because we just go through. What I've done now is I've got all these lists. I've got my, my watch list on Letterboxd, which is all the stuff that I need to watch from my collection. Yep. And I've realised I can make other lists on there too. They're not watch lists, but they're just lists. Right. So I can add a bunch of titles to the lists, and they essentially work the same way as the watch list, um, except, oh, okay. except when you watch something on your watch list, it auto-deletes from the watch list. Oh. Yeah, but if you've got stuff in your just a regular list, it just stays there. But it blanks out the image. Oh, okay. So you know you've watched it, and you can just go through it, and you can sort it by watched. Mm-hmm. So if you, I just sort of by watch and I go, yep, delete, 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 watch these this weekend and they're gone. Right. So it's a little bit more complex. But anyway, I've started a watch list now of, of well, not a watch list, I've started a list. You don't have one watch list. Right. So I've got a second list, which is all the stuff that we got to watch over the weekends. And, right. Yeah. No, newer newer stuff. No. Only the watch list deletes automatically. Right. <laughs> My what The watch list. So I've, you wonder why I'm not on shit like that. It just confuses uh, it's not that confusing. Me. The watch list, I just have a watch list set up for all my shit, like all my morning stuff. That all goes in my watch list. Yep. And then because you can only have one watch list, I've got the second list, just a main list yep. for all the other stuff, which doesn't auto. Right. Really. i got to go through and do it. And Too then complicated I, for me. It's not that complicated. It's uh, not that complicated. You know what I'm like. Nah, I'm a simple man. Just, just it is very simple. I don't like bullshit. No, nah, it's very simple. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we're sort of just going through all the stuff in there. Um, but, yeah, but as I was saying, I was going to say that because I looked at it in the list and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, Sam Brockwell, yeah. Check this one out. Ron, Ron Howard, yeah. All right, we'll watch this. we watch it. It's great. Mm. Really very good. Yep. It's the uh, focus on and the – And, and uh, Mike and Sh- Michael Sheen did a great job mm. of uh, – David Frost. David yeah. Frost. He had the, his inflection mm. in his voice and everything down, down pat. He's very good, Michael Sheen. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much everything he does. Yeah. His Tony Blair is great too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that played Tony Blair in like yeah, three different right. movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's about the uh, series of interviews that David Frost, British journalist, recorded with Richard Nixon after the Watergate scandal, yeah. after he left the presidency and all that shit. Very good. Mm. Very good. Enjoyed it. Um, and that, oh, we, we, gosh, we watched another one <laughs> called Poms <sighs> about all these um, older ladies. At a, at a, I guess, elderly women at a, um, uh, what do you call it? Retirement, Retirement village. village decide to set up a, uh, their little cheerleading oh, just, just, team. Just trash. <laughs> Absolute trash. It was okay. Uh, it was just something, it was a Sunday night, wasn't it? I think so. So we just put something on really light yeah, it was and right. fluffy for a Sunday night yeah. before we, you know, to settle before the night, you know, you go back to work yeah. on Monday. It was okay. It was all right, but it was just... sweet. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it was a little... It was just it was much more. Like, you didn't expect any more from it. That's the, no, 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 exactly right. You can't go, oh, it's trash. You're just expecting it. <laughs> it was all right. It was okay. <laughs> it was probably less than I expected, to be honest. But anyway. No, I didn't. No, I didn't think so. And I, didn't have a, I didn't have a huge ex- expectation on it in the first place. No, Jackie Weaver, Australian royalty. She's always good. She's great. Uh, who else was in there? Uh, Real Perlman. <laughs> She's funny. Um, Pam Greer, one of my favourites, is in there. Yep. Um, and who was like the main... <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Um, the main person. The main, the main woman. Like um, the main character of the movie. Was... Um, shit. 
I'm just just filtering through all the supporting characters, hoping the name will come to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. It's uh, um, one of those bizarre shit, ones. I know. Oh, uh, Diane, Diane Keaton, of course. Of course. I was thinking yeah. Diane Lane. I was thinking, no, it's not her. <laughs> shit, yeah. No, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Um, Television-wise, not a lot really. We got so much fucking reality shit back on telly again. So um, we've been sort of filtering through reality television again, which is always fun. Had the voice on, which has been all right. Some, Jesus, some talent here. Yeah. My God, it just staggers me that yeah. we just keep, and it's not just Australia, it's right across the world. Mm. It's just, all this talent just keeps coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. And it's not like they're... Or the younger ones that are just the getting ones. These are old older, enough to these get These are older people who are... Yeah. But, yeah, so really enjoying that. Yeah, it's enjoying been fun. That. It's yeah. good to record and then skip through all the bullshit. Well, yeah, just... well, it's I enjoy the first few weeks where they do the um, auditions and then after that it gets really boring. Once they do the battles, it gets a bit boring. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't the reality pod. No. We, um, we've been watching Clarkson's Farm. <laughs> God, he's, he's a... He's so, so funny. He's a piece of work. Isn't oh, he? yeah. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything that bloke touches mm-hmm. is, uh, it turns, to, turns to gold. But we, this is one we've been hanging off to, you know, hanging on to, hang, hanging out to watch for a while. Yeah, until we get Prime, because I got Prime recently for some shit I had to place yeah. an order. So I was like, all right, we got Prime now. We can finally watch Clarkson's <laughs> Farm. <laughs> so let's get it done before this yeah. month runs out. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. So funny. Obviously, Jeremy Clarkson, Top Gear, Grand Tour. Yeah. He's That's what we're going to watch is the Yeah, yeah, the, the Grand Tour, Tour special. special. Anyway, Clarkson, um, he's bought himself a 100-acre farm. 100-acre? 1,000-acre, whatever like, it is. I don't know, 460. No, I think it might be like 1,000 acres. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like four, it's 400 and something hectares, I was going to say. Well, anyway, acres is, what he, is how he put it. Anyway, 1,000 acres, massive farm. And it's just him taking some time off and trying to run the farm. So there you go. Trying to become a farmer. Sheep, yeah. Sheep farmer. And of and course, a... it's just all disastrous. <laughs> just a disaster. <laughs> but it's a very funny show. Very cool. But, very you, fun. but the, th- the thing that I find funny about is the he goes into this shit knowing it's going to. Yeah. No one's going to fuck up. And then he yeah. tries to. You know, he goes and buys sheep and they say, oh, you know about this, you know about that. Yeah. And he just shakes his shoulders and goes, oh, yeah. no, I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> then he has to find somebody to fix his problem. Yeah. Oh, well, Amazon's paying for it all. I'm sure half of it's stooged like Top Gear anyway. It's all scripted, all this shit, but it's funny to watch. Hey. Yep. You know what it's time for? It's a Mad Men update. Yep. Mad Men. Now, someone suggested, and by someone I mean Waco Jacko. Uh, the world's worst manager. Yeah, that the mixture. Sorry, oh, the world's worst world's self-appointed worst, yeah, manager. That the mixture, the sounds, when you've got the sounds running there, yeah. you've got the guy lighting up a cigarette yeah. and you've got you pouring a glass, yeah. sounds a little bit like someone ripping a bong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, if anybody would know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, what do you do? Well, maybe it's a bit like the Deadwood update 
sound effect where you've got a whip and we never had a whip in Deadwood. In Deadwood. Never saw one whip. No. I was pissed off about that. So maybe maybe this is just going to wait for that episode where they light up the bongs <laughs> in Mad Men. Because it's got to happen because it's set in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 60, Between 60 and yeah. 70. So late 60s, of course, they flower power and all that. Well, they're we'll, going to be bonging on we'll keep sure. we'll keep updated but there you go it's just a very unfortunate <laughs> mix of sound effects which is i can guarantee you it's a sound effect of a guy lighting a cigarette and going and then there's you pouring a glass yep. which we record separately and, it, yeah. and when you mix it together it does sound like <laughs> <laughs> not the done that i know oh no seen our movies and shit uh, how funny. So there you go. Anyway, Mad Men update. World's worst manager picked that up. Yeah, of course he Why did. Why does that surprise me? Yeah. Um, so we got two episodes, three episodes in this week. Yeah, it was three or four. Sunday. Sunday. Monday. Monday. Mad Men Monday. We got yeah, Mad Men Monday. Men, yep. <laughs> um, and then we watched one last night. Didn't we watch three or four? No, three. Because we had three this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, three apps. Awesome. And we got one left. We could have watched another one last night, but I was so tired. We were both a bit tired. I was like, oh, my God, I've just fallen asleep we'll at sleep the end of through. that one. Well, we were falling asleep during that other thing yeah. we were watching before it and you yeah. turned it off. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, we'd watch that. Well, you, you two, both of you fell asleep. I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. And I was like, I can't get into it. I'm too tired to get into this right now anyway. Yeah. Um, so we turned that off. Can't, I can't talk about what that is. No. If you're thinking, well, what's he talking about? Can't talk about it. Just no. something that we're watching. Mm-hmm. Um. Talk about it in a few weeks. Don't know when I can actually. Um, but when the studio says you can. When the studio says I'm allowed to, I will. Uh, but yeah, so Mad Men, still good, still oh, going yeah. strong. We've got one episode left of the season. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, making good Jesus. headway on this one. So yeah. we might get it done pretty quickly. <gasps> oh, pardon me. And then yeah. on to the next. Yeah. Poor old Don got found out, didn't he? Hey? Yeah. Don. I forgot about that because I've yeah. watched the first season. I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember much of. I don't remember much of anything. I yeah, watched, yeah. Watch it then. Yeah, but that was like fucking almost fifteen years ago. Probably we were watching yeah, exactly right. 12, yeah, but my long my long term memories are right. Usually. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a short term memory. Yeah, but it's hard to remember things about show, the amount of content that we consume. Yeah, that's right. Like, how many shows do we go back and rewatch? And just it's like watching it again for the first yeah, time. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Just so much. But yeah, no, it's uh, Don got found out. Found out that Don's not really Don. Don's uh, yeah. Don's somebody else. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and then you get little <laughs> flashbacks and all that. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I can because I've watched. I think I've watched the first season as well. I remember nothing of it. There's like little bits that I might remember, but I don't remember any of like the flashback stuff. And and there's the hobo who comes in and. Yeah. There's the flashbacks with his yeah. his parents and whatever, and then him in the army and just yeah. crazy. And that um, what's that? The young bloke. What's the character's name? Oh, I can um, never remember his name. Little dweeb. Let's have a look. That little jerk. Who you would have sacked straight away if he was Don? Oh, if it was me, get rid of him. If it was me, Fuck I off! I would, I would have pissed little him off shit. straight away. Little shit. Um, oh, what's the character's name? There he is. Oh, Pete Campbell. Yeah, that's him. Oh, little dweeb. Oh, my God. He wouldn't have lasted five minutes with me. <laughs> he wouldn't have lasted five. Because you, you've, worked, you've worked in the studio with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a pretty straight shooter. I don't, yeah. I don't pull my punches. If something has to be done, it just gets done. If it doesn't get done, you're out of there. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> you know, and he would have, uh, he would have been straight out of there. Yeah. 
So there uh, you go. Knew a couple of people like that over the years, but yeah, <laughs> that didn't last very long. Mm. Yeah, so it's uh, it's good. It's getting good. We've got uh, Peggy as well. They've started putting prosthetics on her for some reason. Yeah. So she's starting to, to they're starting to make it look like she's putting on a bit more weight. So I don't know where they're going with the story. They've obviously going somewhere. Unless they realise halfway through the season, oh, maybe we should just make her look a bit bigger. I don't know, maybe. No, no, I've got, I've got a vague memory of what happened. Okay, so it's got to be something yeah. story-wise. Because each each episode, it's like, they and you can tell it's prosthetics. You yeah, can see yeah, the yeah, lines, yeah. Yeah, it's actually exactly. quite bad. Uh, but they're making her look quite plump. a little bit plumper and pudgier as the yeah, show. Yeah. It's interesting. So there's obviously going to be some yeah, yeah, yeah. little story. Everyone out there who's listening knows. Yeah, I'm those sure. who watch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... Uh, um, Interesting, where yeah. it's going to go. One episode left of the season. Yeah, I've got a vague recollection, as I said, of where it goes. Yeah. But details are pretty sketchy. Hmm. Anyway, that was, uh, anyway, that was this week's. <laughs> Bong Mondays. <laughs> Bong, <laughs> Bong, <laughs> Bong Mondays. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's funny. Anyway, that's the Madman update for this week. And we'll, awesome. Uh, we'll keep going. And we'll uh, kill that other episode probably tonight. Yeah, I think so. We'll get that out of the way. And next week we'll update you on having watched more apps. Monday, Monday we'll start season two. Yes. Um, we haven't got much in the way of reviews this week because fucking everything's going down the shitter at the moment. We probably, I imagine we probably would have had like a screening for uh, Shang-Chi this week mm. or maybe next week, given the lockdown. It's fucking throwing Disney's plans out for that one. We'll talk about it later. The only thing we can really talk about this week is maybe episode two of Marvel's What If? Yep. Um, but we watched that like three weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, details are a bit sketchy. That was the one where um, T'Challa, what if T'Challa was Star-Lord? So this one we got Chadwick Boseman. As oh, T'Challa yeah, yeah. becomes is the alternate take on uh, T'Challa becoming Star Lord. <laughs> Pardon me, hiccups again. Yes, yeah, Star Lord. One of my favourite characters, Star Lord. Star Lord, yeah. Love Star Lord. Good app. Mm, was good. Was better than the first one. Better than the first one. First one was good. Yeah. But I thought it's just better. a little bit. Yeah, but I, yeah. Second one was much better. I think everyone thought the same. It was a bit of a weak start. I yeah. don't know what it was. don't know what it was about it, but it's just a bit, it wasn't as. Uh, Epic as it could have been, mm. uh, but this one's good. And then next week's episode, yeah, yeah, because we've seen that already. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. It's my favourite so far. As I think we said a couple of weeks ago that yeah, yeah. they get better as they go yeah. along. Yeah, but then that's all we've seen. So yeah, exactly. And there's like probably five more. So then we have to wait for them to come on weekly. Yeah, unfortunately. Shame, um, that's good. What I liked about this one, my favourite, if you remember, they've got Thanos comes in. And the twist on Thanos is like he's a bit of a good guy now. Mm, mm. It's just like <laughs> yeah, who's given up his, well, hasn't really given up on his plans to balance the universe. It's still there in the back of his mind, but everyone just takes the piss out of him. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, but I thought, it's, I thought it was quite funny. Uh, but, yeah, I liked it. Good one. And to hear uh, Chadwick Boseman back as a child is quite cool too. And no, appar- apparently he's going to be in Apparently he's gonna be in three more apps. Oh, really? I think, he's done, I think he did three apps, yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I'm cool. looking forward to seeing more. Um, anyway, uh, very briefly, partner highlights. Talk about the uh, partners to the channel here. Um, of course, Random Space Media, developing fantastic Blu-ray DVD releases in partnerships with the studios and uh, putting out a lot of great stuff. 
Um, we've been talking about their new releases recently. They've got heaps of great stuff coming out. I've just been keyed up on a few more things that they're bringing out. I'm so excited. And they're going to send them in soon and we can have a look at them. I've still got to do a video with their 3D titles. I've been so bushed with everything at the moment that I haven't got around to doing, but I'm going to do that very soon. Kicks.com.au. My pals over at Kicks.com.au, of course, I teamed up with them a couple of months ago in celebration of the Indiana Jones 4 movie collection on 4K, ultra high definition Blu-ray. Um, and they give me a, a discount code. You can go over and uh, use Dave15 to get 15% off your entire order. That includes pre-orders and sales stock as well. Doesn't have to just be used on the Indiana Jones box set. You can fucking buy it, whatever you anything. want. Um, and that is until September, so you've got three weeks left. Is it to jump the on start that. of September or the end of September? I think it's the start because it was like a three-month thing. Right, From when okay. we launched, it was like right. exact, okay. which was like the first or the second of September, mm. very early anyway. So you've got what three weeks left on that? Uh, two, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, last two weeks. Get on it, fifteen well, percent off. Not even that, um, because it's what the twenty. Mm. As this goes out, it's the twenty. Doesn't matter. You've got like a couple so of weeks yeah, left. A week. Get on there and do it. Get it done. Just, just over a week. Get it done. And that's no affiliate code either. That's, that's not an affiliate no, code. I get nothing out of that. for you guys out there to get a little bit back. Get a little, yeah, exactly right. But now it is time for... Shite. What? All right. What? No, go on, go on. No, no. Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. Yep. Shite. Sorry, uh, I'm, just, I'm just, just out of it now. I'm just getting mixed mixed up here. Sorry. Yeah, we did talk about that. Did we? Okay. I said, okay, move on. Because I said Disney... Um, we could have gone. We probably could have seen uh, it this week, yeah, the next right. week. Yep. Yeah, Shang-Chi. Okay, didn't skip it, and we're going to talk about it again in a minute. So okay. anyway, right now it's time for. <laughs> or. All right, all right, all right. I remember this week. Oh, that always gets me. There's like a little chime at the end, and every time I hear it, it sounds like a it sounds like a doorbell. <laughs> and I hear it. I think the doorbell's going off. Listen again. Or. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> right at the end there, and I always think, oh, the doorbell. No, it sound, just the sound. It doesn't sound like a doorbell. It does. It. Clean your ears. Definitely. It's like, ding, it's a little ding. Oh, God. So it's shine all right time. It's time for our uh, game that we often play on the show, where we always play on the show usually. Um, this is the game where we pull up random titles on IMDb, and we both decide whether we think they are. Shite. Or. All right, all right, all right. Um, so essentially, we give no details other than the plot, no characters, no um, no cast, no titles, nothing else. And the great thing is, we've been getting them sent into us. We used to just pull up, try and pull up random ones. We'd yep. sit there for like half an hour to try to pull up just random ones by typing in random, um, what do you call it, code, like index, what's it called? Catalog, catalog, catalog number. We run a random catalog number and try and pull one up. But no, people are sending them in now. Uh, we've got a few more coming this week from uh, who sent them in this week? Anthony Fisher sent in one. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, Gary Littleman sent in as well. Uh, sent in a few as well. Long time listener, first time shite or writer. Ooh, nice. Yep. Um, and uh, Devesh, who we told last week to stop sending them in, <laughs> has sent more in. <laughs> he said he wrote me an email. He's like, I know I've heard you loud and clear, <laughs> but I've got some more. <laughs> he sent like another fifteen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good on you. We appreciate it. We Thank do you so appreciate much. appreciate it. Uh, so we've got, we literally, this is not a word of a lie, on our run sheets, I have I copy and paste every, all the Shider rights we've had sent in. I copy them into every week's um, 
uh, if run you, sheet. If, if, you, if you're watching it, oh, yeah. there's the list of it all. I might, I might just put it up, yeah. But <laughs> this is not deep. not a word of a lie. Devesh's um, submissions for Schneider or Wright fill up a page and a half on the run sheet every week. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot there. So thank you so much. We do appreciate that. Um, this week we're going to be taking them from all over the place. We're going to be taking one from one here, from one, here from one, there, from one from there, one from there. Of course, a bunch of other people have sent them in over the last few weeks too, which we do appreciate. Um, and if anyone out there does want to send in a shine or write to us, it just any kind of movie that you think could trip us up. A, a shite movie that sounds all right or a right movie that sounds shite or whatever. Anything you think will trip us up. The more obscure, the better. That's how we have fun on this game. And we're going to take uh, – we're going to do another three this week. I think it's fun to do three. Yeah. Uh, three each. And we're going to take one from all over the place. So let's get into it. Um, oh, well, actually, first I should say Jeff B., who is, of course, the official scorekeeper of the monkey podcast. Boy. Yeah, monkey boy, because he's my little monkey on the on the bike. Yep. Oh. Get pedaling. Oh. I've worked myself out there. Yeah. I lost my breath take, for a second. I was say, take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> I actually just lost my breath and my whole like lungs went. Whew. There you go. <sighs> there we go. All well, right. So go. Shiner, all right. It is Jeff. He's our little um he's our little worker monkey. Rides a little bike. And then um keeps us up to date on the score. Yeah. Get going, Jeff. Whip Jeff, get to it. Monkey boy. All right, Come so on, monkey boy. Um, Jeff has sent us in an email this week with the scorecard because he sends in the scorecard every single week. Uh, he goes, here you go, DL, no weeks off. Hey, I realise that I actually live close to Melbourne. Same state, in fact. Yeah, about 515 yay. miles. No, yeah. I think that's just him writing yeah. Well, yay is actually a place. So maybe he's in yay. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yay. I don't know. Anyway, same state, in fact. About 515 miles, uh, seven and a half hours away from us. I could visit Disney on my way to Melbourne, Florida. He says, (laughs) there you go. Um, P.S. I wanted to tell you about some advice I heard on another podcast. The guy uh, said that if you want to start a podcast, you should be prepared to record 100 episodes without anyone listening. Yep. Don't know what you're saying there, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we've, got, we've got a few people listening A few Now so Yay Yay here Yeah He's only 85 kilometres away Yes he's not talking about Yay He's no, saying no, no, yeah no, no. He's saying yeah Yeah um, Because he's in Florida So he's saying yeah, yeah, he yeah. lives close to a Melbourne Not us Yep He lives in Melbourne, Florida It's pretty close really isn't it What It's only 550 miles Yeah Seven and a half hours away is that him? Is that as in he is close to Melbourne, Florida? He's close yeah, to where he is? maybe Melbourne, Florida. I don't know. Whatever you're saying there, Jeff. Um, but anyway, <laughs> back to what he was saying here. Yeah, apparently you've got to uh, be prepared to record 100 episodes of a podcast without anyone listening. Oh, well, we're lucky then. We've got a couple of people listening. Yeah, and we've got uh, how many more episodes to 100 pods? Like 54? 46, 50, another 54. Yeah, that's all right. Another fifty-four weeks, and people start listening. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's okay. Uh, look, he also says we're going to need some Christmas pod. So once he goes, you like pod? I think he means pud. I don't know. What he's on about. Oh yeah, yeah. Christmas pud. Because Maybe I think Christmas we got pud. him into watching the Auntie Donna oh, stuff. Christmas pud. Christmas yeah. Pud. So now he's saying Christmas pod. Oh, I like that one, Jeff. Very clever. <laughs> so anyway, Jeff has said this week um, it's twenty-two. 
to 20 in my favour still. I'm only two ahead. Catching uh, up. Yeah. You were six ahead. I was six, six ahead. Quite something. a bit ahead at one point. Which is good. But we each got three last week. Yep. Um, so no one really got ahead no. or behind or anything last week. Um, and I think who I, – I should have looked at this properly – um, who goes first this week? Um, I've got a feeling it might be you. I think so. I too. ask you first. I think so. Let me double check. I didn't write it down. I forgot I'm not sure. to. I can't remember. Uh, let's have a look, Jeff. Here we go. I'm sure I went first last week. Um, once it loads, come on, jeez. Okay, so oh, we've both guessed first eight times each. Oh, there you go. There you go. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. It's all right. Righto. Okay, so you are reading one from... I'm reading one from Max. Yep. Uh, yeah. Max Xavier or Max? Yeah, that's, that's what his name is. Name. Call him Max. And he just wrote a little thing there too, if I can find it. Where is it? Oh, oh yeah, he wrote this a few weeks ago. We keep forgetting to read it Oh, out. did he? Yeah. Um, just bear with me here, Dave. I'm just trying to find where he... Uh, yo, Max Xavier or Max here, listening from Michigan, USA. Love the pod. Old mate Rick is on fire. No, he says old mate Rick is fire. Oh, he's fire. what the kids say these days. Oh, okay. The youngins say fire. What? It's like, oh, he just, that is fire, man. That's fire. It's like, oh, it's so good. It's like, that's lit. Oh, there you go. Have you heard people saying that's lit? Nice. That's another one. It's like, oh, yeah, I think it's just come from the same thing. But people are like, yeah, that's lit. And when people say that's lit on like Twitter and stuff, they will use like the emoji of the fire. Oh, so yeah. it's now just become, that's fire. Oh, God. So, okay. old mate Rick is fire. Appreciate He's that, He's like, Max. fucking, yeah, it's fire, man. It's so good. Appreciate that, Max Xavier. Yeah. Or Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so he, we're doing sort of one from him and one from others. We'll sort of do one yeah, yeah. From, so we're doing one from Max. Yep, so we're it. doing one from Max. A young, a young man working at a cinema on a special premiere night finds that the films being shown are full of strange and eerie occurrences. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. A young man working at a cinema on a special premiere night finds that the films being shown are full of strange and eerie occurrences. Sounds like it could be something like, now I've never watched it, but apparently it's amazing and I don't think this is it. But it sounds a bit like that uh, Cinema Paradiso, I think it's called, it's an Italian oh, film. Yeah, yeah. Don't think that's it. Uh, if it is that, it's, it's very good. So it would be very all right. I don't think it is that, though. I don't know. I don't really know the story of that. I just know it's like a kid and an old man working in a cinema or something. I don't know. Um, oh, I think it sounds all right, though, no matter what it is. I think it sounds okay. It'd be interesting. I'd like to know what it is. So you're locked it in? I'm going to lock in all right. Yeah, it sounds pretty right. good, I reckon. And it is? Same order they've always been. All right, Ooh. all right, all right. It's called Phantom of the Megaplex. Oh, I've heard of this. 6.4. It's like an 80s-like thing, uh, is 2000. It? Oh, what? A TV movie. Oh. It was a TV movie from 2000. goes for about an hour and a half. Um, doesn't really have anybody in it that we'd know. Corinne Boa, oh. Taylor Handley, Caitlin Wax. Is this maybe a Disney Channel movie? Uh, I don't know. You I tell me. it might be. Yeah, it's a Disney Channel film. Oh, there you go. So I know about it. Fair enough. There you go, 6-4. Yeah. Huh. Oh, well, Interesting. There you go. I knew it. I knew of the film. Mongrel. All right. So your turn, and I'm taking one from Gary Littleman. Thank you so much for sending in. 
All right, so Gary sends this one in for you. Ships mysteriously disappear en route route across the Arctic Sea, and a specially equipped submarine is sent to investigate. Do you want that again? Yeah, go again. Ships mysteriously disappear en route across the Arctic Sea, and a specially equipped submarine is sent to investigate. It's a submarine film, Dave. Yeah, I fucking hate submarine films. They're so boring. I hate submarine movies. Seems They're right so to me. boring. You think it's all I right? I might enjoy that. Yeah? That be, might be right up my alley. Yeah? I reckon. So it's all right? You're going to yep. lock that in? I'll lock that in. Oh, double check, double check. Shite. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. It's called The Atomic Submarine. It's like a 1950s, late 1950s, one of those special effects movies. Yeah, we watched like Tarantula yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. a few weeks ago, one of those kind of sci-fi movies. Um, it's got uh, not really anyone in there that you'd know. Tom Conway, Arthur Franz, Dick Foran, Joy Lansing. Yeah, nah. It's, uh, yeah, 1959 sci-fi thriller. Oh, sounds all right. The sounds okay. I think it'll be good. Oh, they're all they're all fun. A lot of those I'd have watched that. A lot of those have got crappy ratings, but they're actually quite fun. Yeah, yeah. So exactly there you right. go. All right. Next one. Okay. Please. Next one. This one's from Kyle Brebner. Mm. Hey Kyle, thanks for sending in again, mate. Yes. Um. All right. So let me have a look. When oh, when when the dean of Somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. when the dean of somewhere threatens to sell the goat house, Alex mm. throws Tad the party of his dreams in an effort to get him to buy it. Fuck with that again. <laughs> but, uh, uh, when, when the dean of a must be of a school, that place must be a school, I would think, right, if yeah, he's yeah. a dean. The dean yep. So when the dean of <clears throat> a school threatens to sell. The goat house. Mm. Alex throws Tad the party of his dreams in an effort to get him to buy it. I don't know what it is, but it sounds like I don't know shit. what he's trying to buy. Oh, this trying to buy the, yeah, goat, the goat house. house. Sounds fucking awful. That's a shite. That has to be a shite. That has to be a shite. Yeah, lock it in. Shite. Yeah. <laughs> it's, only, it's only just 5.7. Oh, yeah? Called Blue Mountain State, The Rise uh-huh. of Tadland. Oh, that's dreadful. Sounds Was awful, it doesn't it? Sounds fucking awful. Oh, I've never heard of it in my life. That's dreadful. Uh, who's the filmmaker? No idea. Yeah. Who's in it? No A- one. Alan Rich. Richardson. Darren Brooks. James Cade. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, no one. All right. Chris Romano. Is that? Um, I recognise him. That might be Ray Romano's son. No, I wouldn't doubt have thought it. so. Doubt it. Anyway, one for me now. Yep. So it is this one I've got from Anthony. Anthony Fisher, thanks so much for sending one in, Anthony. Here we go. Um, when the rabbit kills the wife of the city's most powerful crime lord, a trap is set to finish off the rabbit once and for all. The rabbit finds himself in hell, face to face with the mother of demons who grants him immortality. <laughs> that sounds like garbage. <laughs> Go again. 
When the rabbit kills the wife of the city's most powerful crime lord, a trap is set to finish off the rabbit once and for all. The rabbit finds himself in hell, face to face with the mother of demons who grants him immortality. So this is something I'd enjoy. Mm-hmm. So is that but shite? I reckon it's shite. It's shite? You're going to lock it in? It is... Shite. <laughs> yeah, shite. It's called Serial Rabbit 3. Splitting hairs. Oh god! It's got a five point eight. Check out that picture right there. It's got a guy in a big rabbit suit ripping heads off. Plushy. Yeah, furries. They're called these days. Furries. They call them today. Yeah. Um, no one's in it. It looks like a straight to home media, just like one of those independent, like trashy trash horror straight things. Straight to yeah. the fucking. Trashy. Doesn't even have a rating, so yeah, it must be some weird, independent, horrible thing. Oh, Thanks for sending God. that one, in, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beauty, real, yeah. tr- real trash real story. Trash, right? Thank you. That's what we love. That's yeah, what we love. Exactly right. Uh, okay, one more for me. Um, let me see. What have we got? One from Tyson Turner. Tyson, yeah. Uh, we had a few from Tyson. I think. Yes, Tyson sent in heaps too. Thank you, Tyson. Pile there, haven't we, uh-huh. Tyson? Um, okay, so it is a dramatization of the relationship between heart surgery pioneers Alfred and Vivian. That's it. That's it. That's it. Sounds like there's some little. Yeah, a dramatization of the relationship between heart surgery pioneers Alfred and Vivian. Sounds like a biopic. <sighs> I don't know. It doesn't sound great. <laughs> there's not much there to the story. Mm. I'm gonna say it's a shite. I'm say it's shite. Yeah, I'm gonna huh? say it's shite. Well, it is in fact. All right, oh, no. all right, all right. Quite all right. Ooh. All right, oh. all right, all it's right. It's called something the Lord made. Oh. It was a TV movie, 2004, about an nice. hour fifty. Got an eight point two. Shit. And it has Alan Rickman oh. in it. Kyra Cedric. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabriel Union. Yeah. Uh, Yasin Bay. Yeah. So it's got a pretty good cast. Interesting. Yeah. Does Charles too. Dutton. Yeah. Well, um, there you go. I'll yeah. take it back. Would never have known. I'll say it's all right. Can it I sounded, have the point? It sounded it would have been a bit crap for me, but. Yeah. There you go. 8.2. All right. One more for you. Yep. This one uh, has come in to us from Tyson. No, Jeff. This one's from Jeff B. Monkey Boy. Monkey Boy. All righty. Get ready for this one. A struggling young comedian takes a menial job on a cruise ship, hoping for his big chance to make it in the world of cruise ship comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, go again. A struggling young comedian takes a menial job on a cruise ship, hoping for his big chance to make it in the world of cruise ship comedy. Hint. Okay, what do you want? Um... Oh, the assist, I suppose. It's, the assist, uh, yeah. Give it's me. actors, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, all right. Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. Billy Bob Thornton, mm-hmm. and Billy Zane. Oh, it's gonna and be, Peter Berg. It's going to have a shite rating. It's going to be enjoyable, I reckon. So let's go. Let's go all right. Is that all right? That's all right. Yeah. It is. Shite. No, I should have. Shite. My gut. Shite. Shite. This is the one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Really? I would have known this if if you'd read this one out. This is fucking dreadful movie. Yeah. You know I'm a huge Adam Sandler oh, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge Adam Sandler yeah. fan. This is his first like yeah. starring film. It's called Going Overboard. 
It's oh, got a 1.8. Oh. 1.8. Bloody hell. This is the only Adam Sandler movie, and I've watched essentially all of his movies except for, like, Uncut Gems. I'm sure that's the only one of his movies I haven't watched. This is the only one I ever turned off. And it's rare for me to turn off any movie. Oh, exactly right. Turn off any movie. I turned this movie off after like an hour. I could not do it anymore. That it is bad. the worst fucking thing I have seen in my life. It is dreadful. It's the worst. <sighs> this is actually the worst thing I've ever seen. It's got a half decent cast too. Yeah. 1.8. And that speaks to it. Look at this. I should have gone with my gut. I knew it was going to be crap. Yeah, look at him. Oh, yeah, it's an early one. This is like his first, first ever. Dreadful. Because there's a couple of his films I can't handle. Yeah. Like Waterboy, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't like Waterboy either. I can't deal with it. So this is 1989, this one. And Um, that that looks like he plays a similar sort of character to Waterboy. Oh, yeah, it's like that Waterboy sort of Billy Madison thing. I love yeah. Billy Madison, though, but it's that, it is that like real Saturday Night Live kind of yeah, over-the-top yeah, character. Dreadful. It's, dra- it's really bad. And Should I reckon, have gone with my gut. Yeah. I must have been like 13 when I watched that, 12, 13, and even then I was like, this is trash. Turned it off. <laughs> Never went back to it. Awful movie. God-awful movie. Anyway. And you probably don't have a copy of it either. I don't have I do not own this movie. Oh, I don't own it's a it. Surprise, being Adam Sandler. Yeah, I think Nan had a copy, and that's how I saw oh, it. I right, borrowed okay. a DVD. Is this awful bugger? There you go. Yeah, because I've got all these movies on DVD, all Blu-ray, updated a lot to Blu-ray, but I never went and got that one. This is the worst. I just know I will never watch it in my life again. Bugger, bugger, bugger. So, at that, that was this week's edition of All. All right, all right, all right. Woo! There you go. Doorbell. That was good. That was fun this week. Had some great ones come in. Thanks so yeah. much, guys. I like it. I prefer it when people are sending them in because when we were doing it ourselves, it was just they weren't then it's just like, oh yeah, that will do. Yeah. But we've actually got some good, good ones coming in. People are people are like, Oh yeah, this will be funny. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. I love a bit That's of that. That's good. I think we'll do that each week. We'll take one from Oh, absolutely. Instead of taking two from him and two from him and two from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, we'll go one, 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 one. Yeah. As long as people keep sending them in. Exactly right. So send it over to DaveLeePod at gmail.com if you got one. Oh, I've got a dead leg now because I've been sitting my leg the whole show. And now it's just like, <laughs> oh, geez, everything's going wrong with me today. Um, okay, so it is now time in the show. Dead leg? I told you about my dead thumb, didn't I? Oh, yeah, you did. I cut my, cut my thumb, the top of the, the knuckle on my thumb. Yeah. On the serrated edge of a cling wrap. People overseas won't know what these are because it's an Australian invention. They don't have them overseas. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, on our, on our, it's called Glad Wrap, which yeah. is a plastic film that they'd call it you'd cling, know as cling wrap or cling film, something, something like that. that. Mm. There's a serrated, a metal serrated edge on it. It's that, like little that, razors, yeah, little like razor little, blades. Pull it down, and you cut it, mm. cut it with. Well, I cut the top of my the knuckle there mm. on it, and now I've got bloody dead. <laughs> got no feeling in the top of my thumb. Weird. It's a cut nerve. Must have cut a nerve, and sometimes when I sort of do something at a certain Ooh. angle, I get it to pull it. Oh, that's Ooh. weird. How weird. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I got sidetracked there. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it was just sort of actually, I could actually just feel it just now. That is bizarre. Very bizarre. Anyway, move on. Yeah, it's now time for... <laughs> trailer Trash! <laughs> 
Great Love segment. trailer trash. Me, me too. We look at a trailer. Might be trash. Might be great. Usually it's great. Yeah. Very well, rarely we'll find a trash trailer. But um, it's been a couple. We just call it trailer trash because it's fun. Well, everyone knows what trailer trash is. Yeah, it's funny. So this week we've got a Marvel trailer. It's not Spider-Man Far From Home. We still don't have a trailer for that one yet. Not Far What's it fucking called? Uh, no Way Home. No Way Home, yeah. Uh, but this is The Eternals. This is the second trailer we've got for The Eternals. Uh, assuming they're putting this one out because Shang-Chi is coming out. And they obviously want to play a new trailer for a new Marvel movie ahead of it. So yeah. this has got a fucking stacked cast, of course. Angelina Jolie is in there. Richard Madden. Um, Salma Hayek is in there. A whole bunch of other people who are not mm. coming to my head straight off the top. But let's take a look. The brand new trailer for all, directed, of course, by Chloe Zhao, who did Nomadland. Oh, right. Yep. So let's take a look. Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. The sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. How long do we have? Seven days. I haven't seen some of them for centuries. Hi. Hello. This is what the end of the world looks like. At least we have front row seats. I bet you've built the perfect safe house. Well, what's this even made of? Vibranium? <laughs> Fall collection. Ikea. All right. There we go, the Eternals. What are you thinking about? Because you, okay, so before we start, you you really loved the first trailer. Yep. I was a bit lukewarm on it. Yep. Um, I was annoyed because they mentioned um, Tony Stark and Iron Man in yeah. the end. I was like, oh, stop doing it. I'm sick of this joke, right? Okay, now we've got this new trailer, which is a bit bigger. You get more of an idea of the scope, mm. maybe the visual style, the storytelling style, the narrative. Well, how are you feeling about this now after seeing the the main theatrical trailer for the movie? Uh, I thought the first one was better. Yeah. The first trailer was better. Mm. I really enjoyed it. But I still think it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of bits in there that I thought, I don't know about that. What is it about it? What is that? that? Um, I think it, it feels a bit overdone mm. for me. Mm. But I'm looking forward to seeing it, though. Yeah. Um, An Angelina I'm not sold on. Mm. But I'm interested to see her in that sort of role. Yeah, leading leading theory. Now this isn't proven or anything. Yeah, <laughs> leading theory is uh, because she pushed really hard to get um, Maleficent two off the ground. Yeah, leading theory is Disney said, "Okay, we'll let you have Maleficent two, but you got to do oh, okay <laughs> one for us." That's one why for I'm you. not sold yeah. on it. Yeah, because it almost looks like she's forced into it. Yeah. That could be wrong. Could be completely yeah. wrong. She might have been like, "No, I want to do this," but that's the leading theory. Is like, yeah. She's shoehorned in. Come and do one Marvel film for us, and then yeah. you can get on your way. I'm interested. I'm really interested in seeing it because mm. you know that that excuse me that little uh, little bit at the end at the table and stuff. It's a little bit, little bit of that Marvel humor in it that I don't. That annoys me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm interested in seeing it, but I'm not totally sold on it. Okay, it's interesting because it's been 
overly overwhelmingly positive the response to yep. it, but there have been a few people who have been like, this movie's gonna be really divisive. Yeah. Um, now I enjoyed this trailer more than the first one. No, I love a fucking three hour epic. It's yep. just slow burn, epic, yep, fantasy war, yeah. whatever. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be three hours. I feel like it might be long. In fact, they had they played it on the morning show this morning, mm-hmm. and the guy that they have come on, the American guy that they have come on, do yep, the yep. the news or the uh, entertainment, entertainment news. He said, "I really love the cast. Um, I love the filmmaker. It looks great, but I feel like this movie is going to be about ten hours long. <laughs> so it just yeah. looks like it's going to be like a really big, sweeping epic." One person I saw write something on Twitter was something like. This movie is almost too different for most diehard Marvel fans. Right. It breaks the mold a little bit too much, tries to do something a little bit too more arty, mm. but there's too much explosions and special effects and stuff for the art house crowd, and the general crowd might be a little bit confused about what's going on here. So there's it's got something working against it for each different audience yeah, and it's going to be yeah. a little bit divisive. Again, you can't tell too much off a trailer, no. but it does have that kind of like, um, yeah, I'm not quite too sure what to think of it yet. Well, that sort of makes sense with me that, that I get I get the feeling from that trailer, mm-hmm. not so much the first one because I really enjoyed the first trailer. Yeah. That looked to paint the, 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 the film in a really good light. But that yep. trailer there to me feels in parts overdone. Mm. But there are other parts of it that it, it looks like I might really enjoy. So essentially, this is Chloe Zhao, of course. As I said, yep. she did Nomad Land. She's a very artistic director, and very much you can see her style in that. Um, Marvel obviously went, you do whatever the hell you want to do because you're such a great filmmaker. We'll let you have your vision, yep. do whatever. But then you get that little bit of Marvel humor in there. So there's obviously like the studio mandates. You have to do this. You have to do this. Yeah. You have to do this. There's a you formula. Got, you've got references to Thanos and the yep. the snap and the people disappearing and then people coming back and small little links to the Marvel universe, which would be like studio mandated. Like you need to include this, 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 this. That's what ties into the other films. You're gonna have a little bit of humor in there, which does feel a little bit. You like it. Yeah. It feels like it works against the piece a little yep. bit, which is what a lot of people complain about with the Marvel humour is that it works against right. what the piece is trying to... I don't have a huge issue with it. I like the humour. That's all part of the yep. fun comic nature of these movies. What I get annoyed with is where they just keep using that same joke, which is like, oh, Tony Stark wouldn't have done this, or, yeah. oh, what about... Oh, I can't remember what the joke in the last one was, but they name-checked Stark and Rogers. Yeah. You know, who's going to be yeah, the next yeah. Avengers or whatever? And it almost feels like that same joke over and over again. Um, I don't mind stuff like... Why haven't we been to Earth even when Thanos came down and stuff? Because it links it like narratively yeah, works yeah, for yeah. me. And it's like, oh, well, this makes sense why they're coming down to Earth now. This links it. This is how it's connected to the other movies with Thanos, the Infinity Stones. That's okay. But what I get annoyed with is the cheap jet gags, which are like, oh, is this table made of vibranium? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, you're just hu- uh, shoehorning something in there. Yeah, I don't for, the know. Sake, for the sake of putting yeah, it in there. Yeah, for the sake of it. They're the ones that just get me a little bit. It's like you don't need to keep doing yeah. that. We get it. So for the, this 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 one here feels a bit to me like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like for me, yeah. for me, Doctor Strange didn't really gel. I didn't really gel yeah, with yeah, it. No, I enjoyed it, yeah, yeah, but there were parts of it that just didn't really – I didn't really 
yeah. enjoyed, didn't really like. But there are parts of it that I loved. Mm, yeah, yeah. So and this uh, and I get the feeling that same sort of feeling with that trailer. I think I think very much so. Doctor Strange, uh, the guy who directed that, Scott Derrickson. Yeah, he very much had his own flavor on it. Yeah, he's stepped away from the second film. Right, because there was obviously created differences between him and Marvel. He wanted to right. do one thing. Marvel wanted to go another direction. Um, so I think you're on on the money there. Sort of like it's, it's that difference between, and it's not a bad thing that they let these. Uh, Directors come in and put their own spin on it. It just means they get to make something that's a bit fresh, a bit different. Mm. But then, when you're so used to a particular formula, a particular style, yeah. it might seem a little disconnected from everything yep. else. Um, I've been speaking with my friends from Interstate, Alison and Dave, and Brendan. Brendan loves it; he thinks it looks great. Alison and Dave are a little bit more like because mm. oh, they feel like it feels like a little bit more disconnected. Yeah. So there's definitely, I feel like, going to be a really interesting discourse yeah. around this movie. I feel like it's just inaccessible for most people. There's something working against it. Yeah. And that's for the diehard Marvel fans. It might be a little bit too different, too left to centre. Mm. For the art crowd, it might be a bit too much. Yeah, and then for the people in the middle, it's like, what is this movie? Yeah. That said, I That's think where it, I am. that yeah. That said, I think it looks great. The cast is fantastic, visually gorgeous, and again, I really just love like the whole epic storytelling stuff like that. I'm just a huge fan of, and I'm just keen to see what it's about. I mean, it's just like, yeah. Mm. So when you when you look at all the like the whole suite of Marvel films, yeah, yeah. That Doctor Strange yeah. sort of doesn't quite doesn't no, feel, feel like it fits in, yeah. and that's that's where that's I the same as that would put that yeah. as well. And I felt the same way. But I'm looking forward to seeing it though. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I feel like maybe that's the direction Marvel's pushing now. It's like we've got to push our boundaries a little bit more yeah. and try and do some different stuff. And Change I've been saying, I've been saying this whole time. I like it when they do something. It's a little bit different, a little bit quirky, a little bit left to center. Um, it's going to be interesting because this is like almost the first almost art. It looks very art house, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does a bit. And that's what happens when you get a director who's very much, uh, um, uh, I guess, an art house or an independent filmmaker coming mm-hmm. in and doing their own thing. I'm all for it. Uh, but it, I just feel like there's going to be some things working against this movie. Um, but I'm keen. I'm keen to check it out. Good one. Yeah, me too, of course. Well, don't, I hope don't, want any film, don't want any film to fail. No, nah, particularly Marvel ones. I don't think it'll shit, fail but... either. No, I just think fail. it's just going to be like... Yeah, it's going to be. I'm just really interested to see how the audiences respond to it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the hardest part for me is Angelina. You're not is, a huge fan of Angelina, though. It depends. <laughs> it depends on what she's in. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a huge fan of Angelina, but it just doesn't. It doesn't feel like her type of role. Yeah, that's what. They, I think that's why everyone's kind of a bit like, "Whoa, she's." Mm. Everyone else. I mean. Everyone else is like, um, yeah, that different different level of Angelina is like that top of that. And when you have someone that's like, you know, A-list Hollywood yeah. royalty, they kind of step into a role like this. It's a yeah. bit like, eh, yeah. it just doesn't, it does, it doesn't feel right. It's like almost a bit, yeah, it's yeah. weird. But I, hope um, she, I hope she's good. I hope, I hope so too. I really that. like her. I love her stuff. And I think um, it's just going to be interesting. You just, you just, the, the, the thing you don't want is that, if it is true that she has done this for the studio because, you know, whatever, again, not 
not the one hundred percent true story. It's a, yeah, you, yeah. you know, there's a leading theory. You just hope they come and they put in their role, and they don't just go. I have to be here to do this. And yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. And I imagine she would. I mean, she's, I think so. She's very. She didn't get to the top of the tree for you know just taking roles for the sake of taking roles. Yeah, exactly or right. Taking roles, or you know, taking roles that she didn't really want to do and not do a good job no. of it. I actually, I've got a story about Angelina because I did the Maleficent That's right. premiere, yeah, yep. um, and she is. One of the most professional people I've had the pleasure of being in the company of. Yeah. Uh, she made her effort to speak to every single member of the press when she was really? on the on the red carpet and delayed the screening of the film by like 30, 40 minutes. Really? Yeah. Single-handedly delayed the start of the movie because she said, I'm speaking to every single person that's here. Oh, good on her. So she's incredibly professional and I like – when I say something like you get someone like of her stature that comes into a movie and doesn't give it their all, I'm not specifically talking about her. I mean, like, it's, it's yeah, yeah, happened yeah, in the yeah. past. Bruce Willis is the oh. first one that comes to mind <laughs> who just turns up and does his thing. Yeah. Um, and there are many stories out there about him doing that. Um, but Angelina, okay, so that's my story of that. I know she's very professional. Yeah. I've witnessed it firsthand, and I think she would turn up and give her all for this um, Kumail Nanjiani getting jacked for this yeah, too. I love it. So excited. He's awesome. So excited. Richard Madden's in there again. And then that weird guy, I never remember his name, but it was in that Killing of a Sacred Deer, that weird kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't remember his can't name. Can't remember his name. Um, no. I did pull it up here. Oh, yeah. Barry Kogan or Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. Funny looking. That's right. Yeah. Funny, funny guy. Um, I know it's got Kit Harrington in it, it's got Jimmy Chan, Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, Lauren Ridloff, uh, Ma Dong Sok, and Liam McHugh. A, a huge cast, really great cast there. So uh, I'm very excited. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. And one of my favourites. Looking forward to, to Selma. Selma Hayek, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah she's great. Love but Selma. she's almost like that level of Angelina as well, where it's like yeah. a little bit like, ooh. But she's done a lot of stuff like this, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but so then she, 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 doesn't, she doesn't feel out of place to yeah. me. Angelina feels a little bit out of place in this. But then you kind of, I don't know. But then yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of Male- Maleficent either. Yeah, no. I think I feel like she's done a few things like this. I mean, Tomb Raider as well, sort of in that fantasy realm. But mm. it is, but it is a very different thing than yeah. the kind of work she would take on now. If you take Maleficent, out of this the is equation. a performance. She, you know, she doesn't get to the top of the tree for not being no. not being professional. No, exactly right. So she's obviously she would have turned up and given her all and yeah. Oh, for sure. Ima- you would imagine. And it's probably going to be fantastic. She's going to be great in it, but I'm just not sold at this point. And I'm, ha- I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing it. I'm sold in the fact that I'm a Marvel diehard, but, yeah, I can understand why there's maybe a little bit of trepidation bit of from people. Maybe a bit of, it. yeah. It's going to be interesting. I just hope it's really great. Yeah. Uh, Chloe Zhao's fanta- amazing, and the cast is fantastic. And it's just going to be intri- it's going to be exciting to explore like the more ethereal side of the mm. Marvel. But even like Doctor Strange, he travels to space, and you've got Dormammu up there, and so it is almost that very celestial side yeah. of the Marvel. It's yeah. that same side of the universe, right. but they're trying to open up the more like yeah celestial stuff. Yeah. And in fact, you've got the Celestials, who are those big creatures. Oh, you see. Okay. So anyway, there you go. That's the Eternals trailer, and that's is- it doesn't fit into that same mold as Strange. Strange. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting. So that is out. End of the year, unless it gets delayed, I don't know. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> so that was this week's. <laughs> Trailer the Trash. Didn't need to play that sound effect again, but I did. Just to piss off the world's worst manager. Here's another sound effect for you. <laughs> oh, what's going on? 
Tammy. It's the news. It's breaking news. Not breaking, but it's news. Okay, let's continue the conversation about Marvel for a little bit. We've got a couple of Marvel news stories in this week. Uh, Sean Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, we've been spe- we spoke about just before. Um, it's premiered. Ooh. There's been a premiere over in um, LA. They premiered at the El Capitan Theatre on Hollywood Boulevard, which is that one that Disney owns. Been there. Yeah, we have. Been there. Checked it out. Um, so, yeah, there's been a big premiere. Um, and so a lot of critics have seen it. There's been a lot of critic screenings overseas. There's been some fan screenings as well overseas. Ooh. So a lot of people have seen this movie by now. Uh, that said, there's a lot of spoilers out there. So be really fucking careful on the internet, guys. People are spoiling post credits. They're spoiling the cameos, the twists, the surprises. And apparently, there's a lot of like surprises and stuff in this one. Be careful. In fact, Marvel has spoiled something. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone out there. If you haven't seen this, I won't ruin it for you either. But there's a a particular person who is in this movie who they didn't advertise in any of the marketing for the film. Would have been a great surprise when they turn up. And for you, I'm sure you won't find out about this, and it'll be a nice surprise for you. Uh, but I think it would be such a great surprise to see this particular person showing up in the film. But Marvel spoiled it because the, the, this person was um, at the premiere. Oh, really? And they were, they, there were pictures of him on the red carpet oh, that they posted. God. And they had this person taking part in the press conference and everything. Why would they do that? Don't know. To probably maybe to... Probably work, up a bit work it up a little bit. But Marvel has this really bad habit of doing shit like this, where they everything's so secretive about the movie into the last minute, and then they just, like, floodgates before the movie opens. Like, just keep it a secret for another couple of weeks. For um, Avengers Age of Ultron, they loaded something like 12 minutes of the movie on YouTube before it even came out in just all these little clips. Craziness. So anyway, uh, there's a particular person It's obviously there. a reason they do it. I don't know, but there's this particular person in there and be like, fuck, that'd be a great surprise if I'd seen it in the movie first time. A few people that I know who have seen it um, have said, yeah, it would have been a really good surprise mm. if we didn't know beforehand. Who was um, it? Yeah, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling <laughs> no, you. I, see, I, won't, I won't see much about this until we go see it. No, um, and, and at that, I don't know when the fuck we're going to be seeing this. Because um, it's been delayed in Victoria, New South Wales and Canberra, of course the hardest hit places now in lockdown in Australia. It's been delayed from the 2nd of September to the 16th. Yeah, we'll see. That won't won't open in New South... Because New South Wales are now locked down until the end of September. Yeah. And we're locked down for another two weeks Mm. and probably longer than that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a bit worried. Well, we're definitely not going to see it early. I no, reached out to Disney, not. re-screeners, and unfortunately, like the ma- the mandate from head Marvel, global Marvel, is like no screeners no for screeners. any of our films. So we pro- we uh, won't get a screener for this. Um, so we won't be able to review it early. And I feel like we probably won't get to see this until uh, it hits Disney+. Plus. There's going to be a 45-day window between theatrical and Disney+. Plus. Mm. Um, and I feel like... We're probably not going to see it until then. Which is, yeah, it'll be like October, November, won't it? Yeah. So that's when we'll see it. And that's probably hitting, um, that's probably when it hits physical media maybe. It's like one or two months. It might be just before physical media. So I feel like we probably won't see it until then, which is going to be a bit disappointing. 
playing around with little dance there. Yeah, oh, it's got this funny little buzzing. Yeah, I can it? hear it as well. I don't know what it's from. It happened in the last few weeks. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I don't know when we're going to see this, but a lot of people have seen it. Um, we've got some... the. Reviewing, but now this is interesting because I said there have been a lot of review screenings and there's fan screenings as well. The reviewers are embargoed until Monday or the day that we're posting this, but the fan screenings, no embargo. So anyone who's seen it as a fan. I did. The fans are going to put it up anyway. Well, that's why they don't put an embargo on fans because they can't. You can't can't. stop them. Mm. So there's all these reviews out there from fans. And the critics have to sit and wait on it for another week, which is um, pretty crazy. But uh, there are, of course, the critics were allowed to post their initial reactions. Mm-hmm. And initial reactions is overwhelmingly good. That's overwhelmingly good. positive. I've got a couple written down here. Uh, Tim Leong, the deputy editor, creative director e, uh, from EW, says, really, really love Shang-Chi. It's full of heart, action, laughs, thrills, and more. You couldn't tell, but I was smiling under my mask the whole time. I wasn't alone. It was the liveliest crowd I've sat with uh, in a while. So many thoughts, but the main one now, go see this movie. Well, when we can. Thanks, Tim. Um, mm. Jazz Tanke from Variety says, with Sean Chi, director Daniel Destin, uh, sorry, Destin Daniel Cretton delivers a truly magnificent addition to the Marvel Universe. I'm in awe of the heart to this film and the action is one spectacular joyride. Wendy Lee Zani from The Movie Couple says, Sean Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is phenomenal. Get hyped. Even fight scene action sequences uh, are better than the last. Oh, every fight scene action sequence is better than the last. Uh, Simu Liu f- uh, fully embraces the Marvel superhero role. Amazing imagery, killer soundtrack. You'll want to see this on the big screen. Uh, a guy called Angry Asian Man. Uh, <laughs> he's just watched Shang-Chi. Look, if your superpower is being really good at kung fu, then the action scenes and fight choreography better be fucking legit. And Sean Shi delivers big time. What a blast. Uh, and finally here, Linda Shi, writer of uh, CW's Kung Fu series, says Sean Shi is the first movie I watched in a theatre since Rise of Skywalker. And wow, it was worth the wait. I expected the usual mar- uh, the, I expected the usual Marvel epicness, but I did not expect the wonderful magical family drama and the fire chemistry. There's that word again, fire. The <laughs> fire chemistry between Simu Liu and Aquafina. My new Marvel OTP. Mm. I don't know what OTP is. Do you know? Sounds like some sports term. Um, over the top? No, over the I don't know. One true passion, maybe I don't know. Let me look it up. Oh, yeah. Maybe. OTP. One true pair. One true pairing. Oh. There you go. So you're Simi linked. Lou and Aquafina. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, my new Marvel OTP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you Aquafina, go. One true pair. Aquafina. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. It is Aquafina. I'm actually looking. It is Aquafina. No, it's like she's ta- it, that's not her real name. She's yeah. obviously taking the name from the drink Aquafina that's oh, made of really? Aquafina, so it's right. like awkward, awkward, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But now I'm looking forward to that. I'll, yeah, that I'll sounds great. Hang in to see this one. Now, I've actually picked um, reviews here. I found like a uh, a um, like a thread. A, a thread of like um, Asian critics who right, were giving okay. their thoughts on the movie. I thought it would be important yeah. to kind of um, – give that perspective on the movie as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I, as far as I'm aware, Marvel have done all they can to kind of um, uh, to get it out there as much as they can uh, in the Asian community and help. And, like, when we saw Coco, like, there was a huge um, sort of uh, – they had the Mexican community come out yeah, to see right. the movie, yeah, and so they always right. too. make a big effort. Disney always makes a big effort yeah. to make sure that um, – The that, community's um, involved. 
Uh, oh, representation. Right. The representation is there. Right, yeah. Um, and then it's reflected across the press. Mm. Um, so Brie, and Brie Larson, when they did Captain Marvel, she was like, I need like this percentage of female film critics to be there. Right, okay. So it's important to, to have their voice sort of be the, the head of this, of this film. I'm so excited. Mm, I'm so too. excited for this. It sounds fucking great. Yeah. It sounds so good. And everything we've seen of it. Yeah. All looks fantastic. Yeah. People I know who've seen it are like, this is really good. Just yeah. really cool. Yeah. Great fight scenes and just really cool, just really great Marvel film. It's just a bit different. People mm. say it's a little bit different as well. Cool. Um, I forward to so, that. yeah. All right, we got another piece of Marvel news here, though, uh, as we keep going with the Marvel stuff. Um, this is an interesting one. This is one that was quite sort of uh, rumoured a little bit, but now we've got final. Well, it's not even really official confirmation, but we've got a scoop from Deadline who says that this is a done deal now. An exclusive scoop from Deadline, yep. who say Anthony Mackie has closed the deal to carry the shield and his first ever superhero picture in Captain America Four. Awesome, yeah. Look forward to that. So of course, That'd we've seen good. Captain America, uh, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, mm. uh, where he kind of uh, it was his journey to take up the mantle of Reluct- Captain America, sort of reluctantly, reluctantly really, isn't it? but then he fully embraced at the end yep. the full suit and all that great shit, and now he's finally getting his own movie. Mm. Captain America 4. Has he headlined anything, Anthony Mackie? Mackie, whoa. I don't know. He's always almost like a little, like a supporting role or like second build or... Yeah. I don't know if he's ever like really headlined anything that I can think of. Um, Deadline says that... um, Kevin Feige's Marvel Studios keeps its details well under wraps and it isn't clear whether the movie will involve Sebastian Stan, who starred uh, with Mackie in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm sure it will. It'll have to. How can mm. you not do it without Bucky Barnes? Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Captain America 4 is being scripted by the Falcon and the Winter Soldier head writer and creator Malcolm Spellman, along with series staff writer Delan Mousson. This is not believed to be the top secret project tipped by Justin Kroll of Deadline that might bring Chris Evans back into the fold. Ooh. So there's rumours of Chris Evans coming back to the MCU in some small capacity, but it's not this project. Um, I think it would be detrimental uh, to the project if they brought Chris Evans back for this, I think. Mm. you got to let uh, Mackie fully embrace the role by himself. Without the um, yeah, exactly right. Without Chris Evans coming back into it and be yeah. like, oh hey, see Rogers back. Yeah, yeah. I think exactly you've right. got to you just got to let, let him have his own thing. Let him uh, make it his own, I suppose. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so I'm excited about this. So yeah, we've got the head writer and the creator and a staff writer from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier along for the ride. Uh, so obviously they've they've. Either Marvel has been very happy with what they did on the show or the original deal was you can write this series and then you will spin it off into the movie. I'm not sure. But I think that's a really cool thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, give the same yeah. team. So it's going to feel very much like that yeah, one exactly sort of right. piece. Yeah. Very yeah. excited for that. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So uh, no more info on that. but Because he, his portrayal of you know um, Captain America in that Winter Soldier, or what do you call yeah. it? Um, Falcon and the Falcon Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. It was actually really good. I yeah, really yeah. quite like that. And, you, and, and looking at that, you could have imagined him actually playing that part the whole time. Mm. Yeah. So that's going to be a really interesting sort of transition from yeah. Chris, uh, Chris Evans, Evans yeah. through to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so there I'm we looking go. Looking forward to that one. Well, obviously keep an eye on that one as it develops. Oh, yeah. We've got another big movie moving away from the Marvel stuff. Wes Anderson shooting something new at the moment. Oh, is he? Yeah, in Spain. 
Now, his movies are always top secret when they're in production. He never reveals anything, but we've got a cast list here. Uh, Brian Cranston, Hope Davis, Jeffrey Wright, and Liev Schreiber have all joined, and they are joining the previously announced cast, which includes Adrian Brody, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, Tilda Swinton, Margot Robbie, Scarlett Johansson, and Tom Hanks. Too many stars. I know. Does that mean it's going to be no, shit? No, because all of Wes Anderson's <laughs> movies have all these little stars. Yeah. And it's usually just like little bottle stories, like a little – so it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean they'll all be together at once. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Does so that old that old view that when a film's really shit, they yeah. throw a lot of stars at yeah, it yeah. to attract people yeah. to it. But, no, it's never been an issue for Wes Anderson. Loved all his movies, no matter how many people are in them. Like, look at something like Budapest Hotel. How many people were in that? Yeah, true. Or even good. Life Aquatic. Fucking oh, great heaps film. of people in there. There you film. go. And Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, that's not, yeah exactly cast. right. Yeah. Gene yeah, yeah, Hackman, yeah. Owen Wilson, yeah. et cetera. It's Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller was in that one, yeah? He had, uh, like, the kids, yeah. Um, yeah, fucking stacked cast. So he's got another one coming out this year called The French, uh, the French Dispatch, uh, which has been delayed multiple times. Who knows if we're going to get it this year? I'm not even going to put a date on it because these mm-hmm. things change. And Disney keeps moving uh, the date around. Just a 20th Century Pictures movie. Um, but this one, The French Dispatch, is a different project. This one's coming out this year. Yeah. It's a love letter to journalists set in the outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city that brings to life a collection of stories published in the French Dispatch magazine. Mm. That's like all these little stories, like I said before. This one, French Dispatch, is going to have Bill Murray, Willem Dafoe, Jason Schwartzman, Timothy Chalamet, Jeffrey Wright, Elizabeth Moss, Saoirse Ronan, Owen Wilson, Edward Norton, Tilda Swinton, Christoph Waltz, Leah Sadeau, Adrian Brody, Francis McDormand, Benicio del Toro, Liev Schreiber is back, Angelica Houston, Rupert Friend, Henry Winkler, and Bob Balaban. Oh my God! What Enormous, cast. huge cast. Yeah, so I think it's all these like little short stories. Yeah, so, I'm so keen. I'm keen on both of those. Yeah, exactly right. I, the most keen I am out of all of this is Tom Hanks in this new one that's been mm, shot in Spain. Mm. Like, I'm really keen to see Tom Hanks do something a bit quirky again, like a little bit of a comedy. Don't get it enough from him anymore. No, that's right. He's such a great comedian and comedic oh, actor. Oh, great comedic. Comedic actor. Yeah, he's fantastic. And that's really how he sort of started. Oh, yeah, exactly you know? right. Well, he was a Saturday Night Live alumni. Was he? Yeah. I didn't realise that. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, he did a little stint on Saturday Night Live didn't and did some that. great comedy movies like... Uh, Turner and Hooch and uh, Big, <laughs> Big Bachelor Party. <laughs> bachelor Party. <It's> <laughs> Talking about things you couldn't make anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, there you go. So it'll be interesting. A couple of great movies from Wes Anderson. Uh, we awesome. Got another movie that's sort of been announced by – sort of announced by Disney this week. Free Guy is getting a sequel. Oh, God. Uh, Ryan Re- – uh, Ryan, fucking hell, every week i got to say Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some, some medical procedure. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> He's tweeted out, and after three years messaging as an original IP movie, Disney confirmed today they officially want a sequel. Uh, he wrote on, on Twitter, awesome. woohoo, the irony, he writes. <laughs> <laughs> and then 20th Century Studios quote tweeted it saying, yep. So you go, it's happening. Cool. Free Guy 2. He's getting cool. a sequel. Uh, here's a piece of interesting news. Uh, not that anyone's really that excited about this movie, but we're slowly starting, starting to see more movies get delayed and move to streaming services again. 
after a couple of months where it looked like, oh, cinema's back to normal now, or sort of some semblance of it. Um, we've got Hotel Transylvania 4 is moving to Amazon Prime instead of releasing in cinemas. Who have we seen of that? We've seen we watched them all. No, we watched them all now, yeah. I knew we said one and two. I can't remember three. Three was the one on the boat when they go on like, oh, the cruise. Oh, right, yep, yep. Uh, Monster okay. Vacation or something it was called, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, so it's the fourth one. They were fun, they were all fun. Yeah, they were all right, I like them yeah. all. Uh, but this one's called um, Hotel Transylvania 4 Transformania. Um, and Amazon Prime Video has reportedly paid $100 million for it, which makes it one of the most expensive acquisitions, certainly not the most. They mm. still paid more for coming to America with the two. Yep. 20, 125 mil, I think they paid for that one. Uh, but Sony has been botting off all of its animated movies over the last year. Uh, Vivo, Wish Dragon, and Mitchell's versus the Machines. Verse, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Uh, they all went to Netflix. But strangely, Amazon Prime Video has taken this one. Obviously, oh. they paid more money. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the most of the cast is back: Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Catherine Harm, Jim Gaffigan, Steve Buscemi, Molly Shannon, David Spade, Keegan Michael Key. Although Adam Sandler and Kevin James have dipped out of it. Uh, now these were like this was like Adam Sandler's like brain chart. Well, I won't say brain chart, but it was like his property. Oh, was it? From the beginning, sort of like, yeah, he was oh. like the figurehead of he it. And he's, it he's dropped out for some reason and Kevin James followed. Um, uh, Adam Sandler's being replaced by Brian Hull, who is a uh, YouTuber. Started as a YouTuber, just really? voice impressionist, an like, incredible voice impressionist. Yeah. And he's slowly starting to pick up more and more voice work. And now he's landed the uh, mm. Adam Sandler role. Always chance, John. I know. Still yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and I'll do the voice work for some Hugh Jackman thing at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Got to get into the gym before you can do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so that was originally October 1st in theatres, but now there's no date on it. So mm. we'll see. But they would be mad not to jump on that Halloween sort of, yeah. what do you call it? Window. Window, yeah. That's yeah. the one. Let's get some subscriber questions around the awesome. show. Out. There's a few there. Pick, pick a few of them and then we'll, uh, we'll run, right. run with it. Uh, Liam Sharman Verall. Yeah. Verall, however yeah. it's pronounced. Uh, thanks for sending a question in. Thank You're you, going into a government-funded sealed container for a psychological <laughs> study for 90 days. <laughs> We're in lockdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, true much. yeah, yeah. Uh, you can pick a favourite album, a favourite movie, and a favourite TV show. Oh. Only one season. Mm. A favourite drink and Jeez. a favourite snack. Oh. These are the only things you will consume for 90 days. What are your choices? I want to hear old man Rick's about you. Okay. Okay. Keep up the good shit, he says. Thanks, Liam. Oh, okay. So for me, should have thought about this beforehand. Favourite movie, got to take something like, I reckon I would take in like the Avengers, maybe Avengers. Which one? Which one could you watch over and over again? Um, maybe Infinity War, that's a good one. It's long as well. So you get a bit more time to enjoy the movie there. Mm. Um, I would take in a TV show. Ooh, only one season of it though. Um... It's got to be f like Friends is like my favourite show. Or maybe The Simpsons. Something that's just going to be fun and light and enjoyable. Let me take in The Simpsons. Let me take like season, I don't know, season eight of The Simpsons. I feel like that was a pretty good season right there. Um, and then we'll take in our favourite um, album. Oh, what would I take? 
that's hard. Maybe a Coldplay album. Viva La Vida is probably my favourite album. I would have to take that in. And then favourite drink, I would take in Coke, Cola, Vanilla Coke. Nice, enjoyable Vanilla Coke. And a snack. A bag of chips. Chicken chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be chicken, would it? It would be... Honey soy. Honey soy chicken, yeah. Yeah. That's my there you go. my favorite <laughs> at the moment. Uh yeah, I think that's I think that's me. Okay, yeah. so favorite album for me probably um Beatles Help. Yeah. I would think. Help. Yeah. That's a surprise. Yeah. I listened to it the other day driving might... home from work and I really enjoyed it again. Yeah, I thought you might have said get back or something like that. Well what's on it's on help. No, helps the soundtrack for the movie. Uh no, I'll let it be. Sorry, let not it be. Oh, let, let it, it be. be album. Yeah, so, let it be yeah. album. Sorry, my my fault. Let it be. Yeah. Uh, movie. Uh, oh God, I don't know what I would take it as a movie. Mm. Maybe um, it'd have to be something nice and long and epic. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Apocalypse Now. Yeah, or, nice long one. Or even um, Across the Universe or. Oh, yeah. Something like that, anyway. Yep. Uh, probably Apocalypse Now. TV show. Um, uh, probably maybe first season of uh, Breaking Bad. Mm. You only got 13 episodes of that, too, so you've got to watch 13 episodes on loop. See, I picked Friends. You've got 25 eps there. Yeah, but it's only half-hour episodes. That's true, yeah. That so we basically got the same, same amount of watch time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, yep. <clears throat> favorite drink would be probably uh, vodka lime and soda. Oh yeah. <laughs> either, either that oh, or Pepsi some. Max, one or yeah, the other. Yeah. Uh, and snack. Uh, probably either uh, either just a packet of chicken chips. Yeah. Or a packet of cheesels. Oh yeah. Or a packet of lolly gobble bliss bombs. Oh yeah. Which. Uh, it's probably an Australian thing, I'd imagine. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Lolly gobble bliss bombs. They're a, they're popcorn mm. covered in caramel and um, uh, and nuts, basically. Yeah. You can get them overseas. You can get that kind of I thing overseas. Know. Well, you can't yeah, get that. Orville Re- Re- Reckenbacker, or what his name is. That's an American brand. Yeah, but, they, but they actually taste different. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's yeah. different, but it's that same sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a caramelised yeah. So it'd be popcorn. something like that, I would think, for me. Well, there you go. That's it all. Yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks, Liam. Awesome. We got one. For, that was a good question. That yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, uh, Walt the Saucer. Yeah, uh, you have you have mentioned you have mentioned that in one of your collection videos that you are not a big fan of Meryl Streep. I like and respect her as an actress, but I don't think she is the best of the best. Is that true or false? I would say that's true. I'm not a huge Meryl Streep fan. I don't. No. I just don't. I'm not a fan of her movies, um, and I think very over the top performance. She's from that generation, that yep, yep. stage. Um, yeah, that's right. That real stage theatre, um, and it's just just not my kind of mm. style. Yeah, I'm not just not a huge fan. Really, she's, she's not. Really, she's not the best. And it's not for us not to exactly judge. Right. But we just the, don't enjoy her. Um, and, and she does a terrible Australian accent. Oh, yeah. She was in that, what was it, the one about the dingo? Yeah. Dingo took my baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, she's, look, she's good at what she does. I'm just not not fan. Yeah, no. Not no, a fan. No, no. And that, that was it, there was, was Devil Wears Prada, was she yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, no, not a fan. Yeah. 
Uh, Archie Moore. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Hope you're having a great day. I am. Thanks, Archie. I was wondering if you th- if you think with Russell Crowe. Oh, geez, sorry, got an itchy eye. Right. Uh, I was wondering if you th- if you think with Russell Crowe's announcement of building a new film studio in Coffs Harbour, which is up north. Yeah. Uh, many actors living in Australia and with the Marvel movieos. Uh, movieos. <laughs> what? <laughs> with the Marvel. So I've. <laughs> I've got an itchy eye yeah, and everything's right. blurry. Oh, my God. Mufio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a dick. It's only a whole podcast about bloody movies. Oh, God. Many actors living in Australia and with the Marvel movies being made yeah. down under that Australia could be the next Hollywood. Well, it's interesting because Australia has been branded as like the next Hollywood for so long. Remember they made like so many movies out here in the early yeah. 2000s? They yeah. brought Star Wars out here. They did The Matrix. Uh, Ghost Rider, uh, they did all these huge movies here out in the t- early two thousands because it's cheap for them to film here. Yep. We're not unionized. Uh, we're not unionized like they are over in the states. Um, well, we are the unionized, not but to that, not, to not, that not what I mean. What I'm, I'm going to say, yeah. you're not. You don't in America if you are a camera person and a light falls down in front of you, you can't touch it yeah. because that's the lighting person's job. And if you do someone else's job. You can't because you're not part of that yep. union. Here, our crews can do fucking anything. Yeah, that's we right. can work on whatever it is. If a light falls in front of a, a the sound guy, the sound guy can pick it up and deal yeah. with it. Yep. So we're not as heavily unionized as yep. they are in America. Tax cuts and stuff to come out here. We've got state of the art studios. We always have, and um, but then stuff drifted back over to Hollywood and other countries and stuff. They kind of moved away from then here. Then Peter Jackson started making films and all went to New Zealand. Well, no, because that was around that same time. Yeah. Early 2000s. Um, but then now it's all sort of starting to come back again. Yeah. Because we've got these state-of-the-art things. and But I, think, but yeah. I wonder how much of that coming, of it coming back here is that, <laughs> is that the coronavirus is... Well, that's part of it. You know, up until... You know, yeah, recently yeah. we've not had much of it here, so they mm. weren't able to film. That was the part that was part freely, of it. freely. But particularly up in Queensland because they've got they've basically got oh, no, yeah, yeah. no no coronavirus. Yeah. But there, there there were there was rumours. I don't know how true it is, but there was rumours that Marvel were going to set shop up here somewhere right. and have yeah, like a second right. studio that. and be filming stuff here because they've just done Thor here. They did Sean. She was filmed here. They filmed because it was talking um, of being in Melbourne and sitting up in Melbourne at one stage. Either Melbourne or Sydney know. were fighting. They were, they were filming in Sydney, Sean yeah. She, and they've been doing a lot of filming in Queensland. Sure, there was another one that they did down here. Um, I can't remember, but yeah. So, hmm. so yeah, I think I don't know if it will be the next Hollywood, but I think that for various reasons, there are reasons that they will choose to film out here, and I, yeah. I think there's going to be another big boom out here. And I think it's, it's probably got a lot to do with the climate here as well, because yeah. you know, like up up north, up in Queensland and northern New South Wales in particular, or even you know, Sydney, around Sydney, one, the weather's the weather's really good most of the year. Um, Melbourne, I mean, we got beautiful weather in Melbourne as well, but we get we get you know, more wet days, but less but less rain. Whereas up in north, they get more rain in half the amount of days. So it absolutely teams down there when it does. So they've got they've got you know more days that they they're, they're able to film up up north, and the weather's always beautiful up there and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's probably got a lot to do with it as well. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, I think I we'll think. see we'll see a bit of a boom out here. I don't think we'll be the next Hollywood, 
but no. there'll be a there'll be more of a boom. It'll keep going because yeah. they're obviously finding it easier and cheap out here. Pirates they filmed a couple of last pirates out because the government's offered like huge incentives for them to come out and film as yeah. well. So yeah. Yeah, Tiny Man wants to know yeah. which Marvel show has the best first episode so oh, far. Oh man, I think Loki was the the first episode of Loki really surprised me how how cool that was and how cool the show was um, going to be. It just completely surprised me. Mm. That One Division, I know you weren't a huge fan of the One Division early apps, but I thought they were really cool as well. I don't know, I can't really pick. Okay. Maybe One Division. I really like those early ones. Like just weird, quirky. Fun. Mm. For me, it was probably Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, see, I don't even remember the first episode because it, because it just felt like a it just felt like a Marvel mm. Marvel show, yeah. Marvel film. That, that's your favourite series, isn't it? It was, yeah. And I prefer yeah. the more the quirky, the yeah. things that are a bit different. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, Camel De Ma- De Martino. Yes. Uh, favorite cartoon ever, and maybe favorite adult cartoon like The Simpsons or Family Guy. And uh, Eric Hertz also asked, "What's your top ten cartoons?" So, sort of just talk about. It. Won't go okay. over top ten, yep. but sort of favorite cartoons. Favorite adult cartoon would be The Simpsons or Family Guy. Sorry to give you a boring answer, but for me, definitely. Uh, for me, Family Guy or Archer. I didn't like Archer. So I really enjoyed Archer. How much of Archer did you even watch? Though? I watched probably a fair bit of much. it. I probably watched. So I watched a bit while you were overseas. Oh, really? Because it was on. It was on one of the oh, yeah, yeah cable channels. I think it was. Um, I didn't see all of it, mm. and there was there was another one similar to Archer, and I can't remember what it was called. I don't remember. There was, it was very adult. Mm. It wasn't porn adult, but it yeah. was. But it was quite adult. So yeah, so Family Guy or Archer for me. Oh, I also really loved that Harley Quinn show too. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was brilliant. That was good. Brilliant show. And your favorite cartoon ever? It would be The Simpsons. Sorry, boring. Um, other than that, other than stuff like Simpsons, Family Guy. See, I don't really like. I don't even. Wouldn't really even consider Simpsons adult. It's it's really weird because there's a whole lot of people now who are considering The Simpsons an adult cartoon again. Mm. It's not really. I don't. I've never seen it that way. Right. When it first started, early you know, late eighties, early nineties. There was all these groups up in arms. Oh, we can't. This is not a kids show, whatever. But it, I grew up on it. I mm. never saw it as an adult show. Whereas with South Park, I knew I was watching something that I shouldn't be watching. Yeah. The Simpsons, it was just a fucking your uncle, your uncle thought it was an adult show? Yeah, he did too, yeah. 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 But but he... But he didn't like South Park. He didn't think <laughs> South Park was. Um, bizarre. Yeah, but I've never seen it as an adult... I don't know, I've just never been able to see it. But like, there were a lot of people complaining that The Simpsons was on Disney+. Because, oh, you can't put an adult cartoon... It's not that bad compared to Family Guy. Well, it's, it's it's funny because the the uh, when I when I see The Simpsons because that started what really sort of 89. took off. Well, it really took off what early early to mid nineties yeah. really. Um, well, then um, when it first when it first sort of hit, you could you could pick between the kids' humor and that and the adult humor in it. So yep. there was so there was quite a, di- a distinct sort of. Mm-hmm. Adults could watch it and get something out of it. Yeah. Yet kids could watch it and get something out of it, but they didn't get the adult jokes in it. Yeah. Well, it's well interesting because I'm watching it all uh, again at the moment, just sort of like if I have a, yeah. a light day of work where I'm just backing up the computer or something that doesn't require me to think, I'll have it on the on the next screen. I'm yeah. trying to get through it all. And there's so much in it that I'm picking up now that I yeah, never. Yeah, that's right. And how many times I watch those episodes. 
I've yeah. watched them like at least 10, 15, yeah, 20 yeah. times each probably, like the yeah. early 10 seasons. Um, and I'm picking up new stuff and thinking, geez, I never picked up on it. So I do get it. There's a lot of adult humour in there, but I just never consider it an adult show. It's just yeah. something that had a yeah. little bit. But even the Rugrats had stuff that you watch well, now. Exactly, and you're like, exactly oh, right. Shit. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that's obviously because you've got to, you've got to, you've got to cater for the adults that are taking the kids to see these things. Yeah, well, exactly. Or sitting right. in front of a TV with a yeah. kid watching these things. I don't think. And I remember watching The Simpsons when you were when you were yeah. only, you know, yeah, five six years old, whatever. And um, there'd be stuff I'd be cacking myself laughing at, and you weren't. Mm-hmm. And there'd be stuff that you'd be pissing yourself laughing at. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I don't get what he's laughing at. Probably Homer falling down the stairs or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And then you were laughing at some. Little, Some little innuendo joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly right. There, there's a joke in one of the episodes where they go to, um, uh, they go to like a, I can't remember they go, they go to some like hillbilly town and there's one of the, um, one of the like shops, one of the local shops is called, is called Sneed's Feed and Seed, formerly known as Chuck's. So if you think about it, Sneed's it. Feed and Seed. For, so Sneed rhymes with Feed and Seed. Oh, Chucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh. then it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. you never would have picked up as a kid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of adults. But I don't think it was ever a show that was particularly adult or particularly kids. It was just like that, like the Flintstones. Like the Flintstones was very groundbreaking in the 60s. Yeah. Where it was just that prime time... Uh, uh, Comedy cartoon that was just for all audiences. Yeah, that's right. I've just never bought yep. into the whole that's like a family guy because family guy's its own completely different thing. Mm, and that's quite, it's got quite distinct adult humor. Oh, yeah. About definitely. It. Yeah. Quite distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know, I can see, I can see, like with The Simpsons, I can see the adult humor, like I said, the, yeah. the kids' humor in it. And that's, that's what made that, that cartoon so brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's because it catered for both ends of the spectrum. Well, 30 years later, I'm still finding stuff in it yeah, that I didn't right. pick up on. Yeah, so, that's right. Uh, so that maybe I had the maybe I had the pleasure of being able to see it in both both minds and be able to. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, exactly right. Yeah. Seen it as a kid and seen it as yeah. an adult. So it's still such a good show. I sit still sit there and just laugh like, yeah. oh my god. But and yeah, I am finding myself laughing at different things. And now. then like favorite cartoons and stuff like. Yeah, going back to the question. <laughs> yeah, so for me, so for me, things like um, Casper the Friendly Ghost, I yeah. loved as a kid, and and uh, Wacky Races mm. and uh, Road Runner, those sorts of yeah. things, I really enjoyed as a kid. I loved. I grew up with all the old Hanna Barbera stuff on like uh, Cartoon Network and Boomerang. Or I was yep. on Boomerang, yep. Flintstones. I love. I love Flintstones. Flintstones as well. Yeah. Jetsons. Jetsons was great. Alicia loves the Flintstones and hates the Jetsons. Really? She hates it. She's always hated it. And I realised she just hates space things. (laughs) Because every time that I bring up something, she's like, I hate that. I used to hate that. I'm like, wait, it's just another space thing. I can't remember other examples, but I did realise it once. I was like, you just sound like the space things. So anyway, uh, Jetsons, another favourite Hanna-Barbera, like my top favourite alongside Simpsons, uh, Flintstones, Top Cat. Oh, I love Top Cat. <laughs> he was the best. Loved Top Cat. Top Cat was yeah, so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, McGillie Gorilla, Yogi Bear. Because that was, that was around when I was a kid, Top Cat. Yeah, there were all those Hanna-Barbera, yeah. like uh, 60s, 70s. Yogi, Yogi Bear yeah. and... So good. Great stuff. Great. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, so there you go. I'm waiting for them to put Top Cat on Blu-ray. They're slowly going through the Hanna-Barbera. We've got Flintstones, Jetsons. Mm. Um, but they're doing some really obscure ones. Well, Josie and the Pussycats, not that obscure. Um, but they just put out the Herculoids. Oh, like, really? Yeah, Johnny Quest. I've just bought the Herculoids. I'm waiting for that. Um, and, yeah, Johnny Quest and just some really obscure ones. I'm waiting for Top Cat. I want Top Cat and Megilla Gorilla. Ooh. <laughs> and Scooby-Doo's out, of course. So yeah, yeah. slowly, slowly getting them all. Yeah, Scooby Doo. I, was, I reckon that was a golden. When I was a kid, that was a golden age for oh, cartoons. Absolutely, golden age of TV animation. Yeah, it was the Hanna Barbera, late sixties right through to the early eighties sort of thing. They so were producing more content. They were producing more animation than any other studio at the time, even oh, Disney. Hanna Barbera, yeah. And because they farmed all their shows off to different networks too. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't that oh they produced everything for ABC. You had show programs on ABC, CBS, NBC. They're all just mm. playing Hanna Barbera on the Saturday mornings. Yeah. It's just fucking produce, and that's why because that's animation so limited. It's like three or four frames for every. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, there you go. That's the answer to that question. Long winded, but those two two questions from, from Camel De Martino and Eric Hertz. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. And uh, that end the show. Oh, another long one. Thanks so everyone for listening. That is all time we have for today. Podcast goes out every single Monday on all the podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element goes out on YouTube on the Monday as well. But if you're a patron supporter, you can get two day early access on that one to head to patreon.com forward slash David Delander for as little as a dollar a month. The video podcasts are now on a new channel, not a new channel, but they're on a separate channel. So if you're there, if you're watching, please hit subscribe. Watch as much as you can. Get all those statistics up. We're nearly there. Uh, if you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email to davelypod at gmail.com. Send in anything you want, any comments, whatever, shutter or writes, whatever. Um, only good ones. Only- Don't want bad ones. Oh, yeah, that's for the next part. Leave a review on the podcast platforms. Only the good one. That's oh, not what yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been distracted there. <laughs> I was distracted. I just said, uh, okay, so uh, let's go that so again. Anyway, if you're listening on the podcast platforms, you can leave a review. Only good ones. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Jesus. Um, YouTube review. Uh, it's been a slow week last week. Just had a bunch of cartoon news. I did a video about the Hotel Transylvania change. I did a video about the Space Jam Blu-ray that's coming out and the 4K and the DVD all that. There's a Looney Tunes special that's just launched. I did a little video about that as well. Uh, I've been doing individual Marvel What If reviews for each every episode. There'll be one more of those this week, and then I'm not going to be doing any more because they're not performing very well. So enjoy that last one while you can. Uh, this week, no huge plans on the channel. I'm assuming there'll probably be some news that drops in that I'm going to cover, but other than that, I'm just busy at work, just plugging away on this next evolution that I've got to get out within the next couple of weeks. I'll be mm. ready. I'll announce it probably sometime next week. And then that's that. Good one, too. Yes, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a long one too. So, oh, shit, I just hit the shite button. (laughs) (laughs) At that. (laughs) That's it for the show. That's it. Okay, thanks, guys. See you on the next one. Take it easy. Thanks, guys. See you. Take care.